We have a Wolverine against a Badger. We have a Chimpanzee against a Bald Eagle. And then we have American Pitbull against an African Wild Dog. Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of All About Nothing. Once again, we're bringing back my man, Marco. What's going on, man? How's it going? Excited for this episode. Hey, man. Too excited for this episode. <laughs> um, we both, again, anticipated. Uh, and um, what this episode is going to be about, it's going to be uh, all about matchups and it's going to be animals. But before we get into that, we have all about current events. So let's go ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and do these. So um, AMC is to charge more for good seats in movie theaters. Um, a Maryland woman spent months consider conspiring with neo-Nazi leaders based in Florida to plan an attack on Baltimore's power grid, hoping to further their racist mission, law enforcement officials said Monday. Uh, the, strongest earthquake, the strongest earthquake in decades startles western New York. And uh, Cracker Barrel is offering free food for a year if you propose to them on Valentine's Day. Nice. <laughs> um, back into this episode. It's going to be, uh, like you said, all about matchups. And uh, we decided to go with nature and have these animals uh, go up against each other. We had an entire draft, uh, what was it, a week or two ago? Yeah, like a week or two ago. Where we spent... What was it like an hour and a half? Just <laughs> chatting it up. Just chatting it up about nature. Just like Rolling drafting these animals. animals and just um, deciding how we're gonna do this episode. And uh, it's basically went down like this: we have um, three different uh, sections. It's gonna be this like small animals, uh, insects to what like snakes? You want to say like that range? Because uh, in the small, don't you got a gila monster? So it's like, I mean, yeah, lizards, even lizards, reptiles, reptiles, yeah, yeah. Any sort, yeah. Um, and then we also have e the medium. Medium. Which consists of like... Um, Anything yeah. upwards to like eagle, eagle, wolves. Yeah. Something like that. And then um, we have the large animals, which, yeah, is, you know... Anything goes, you know? Yeah, like, anything above that, you, you know? know? Uh, the biggest guys out there yeah the biggest most dominant creatures out there uh and i mean personally one thing for me is like i love nature indeed i i mean because i think nature is such a, a beautiful intense thing to see uh but it, it one thing about it is that it does scare me too the fact that there's just these creatures that are out here uh literally fighting for survival ever since like once they're born and that's like the craziest thing to me to think that an equivalent to having a good day for a human is out there making it home having food in your stomach you know and it's just crazy that they have to survive like they're live their life every day to the fullest because you don't know when your last day is out there literally <clears throat> like you can be at the drinking spot Drinking some water, boom, alligator, you're gone. gone. And it's really sad because like, uh, like its survival rate to be coming into adulthood are very, very low. And this like is for all species because most of every species, the baby or uh, you know the newborn are always uh, prioritized for the kill. Prioritized, bro. Uh, I think we saw that one video of um, it was a. Uh, 
It wasn't a lemur. It was a possum. Possum? Yes. Oh, with the, the, the dragon? With the Yeah, yeah, oh. with the Komodo dragon. Oh, my gosh. So there is this uh, possum who was... Um, who had like a little home in the top of some tree tree their newborn was there uh and the possum was just trying to protect it and then this komodo dragon comes around and just jumps in there it, it doesn't even think about the mom it just and jumps I'm, in and there the crazy thing is it's in there no more than two minutes mm -hmm. in and out like in and out newborns eggs cleaned up gone yeah and you see like it's the discomfort still the discomfort yeah, of the, the possum oh that was a sad video. Very that sad. That was a sad yeah. video. Oh, my God. Like, it was watching. Like she couldn't do anything. It was like just knowing you couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Because at first, like, that uh, that Komodo dragon had came up, and she fought it off. Like, exactly. She fought it off a bit. It left. Then it turned around, and it said, just ignore the mom. <clears throat> and just jump down right in there and just get it. And that was just, like, the saddest thing ever. But it is it is really sad because I mean I think we had talked about this on uh, on one of the episodes is where that one video of the bears with the wolf yeah you know you felt the the pack and how like they were you know, yeah all they wanted to do From was the just trying to, to yelp. it was really it was really sad <clears throat> but no I mean uh, nature is just super interesting like these animals are just as I was doing these research yeah let me ask you this bro like how did you feel doing the research. You know, I've always liked interest in animals. My mom really enjoyed like Animal Kingdom all that, so I always grew up watching it. So I was interested, but like doing the research is more like like wow. I didn't even know like some of the stuff that we're gonna discuss and go over is like what like mm -hmm. what did you go through to be able to level your up yourself up to this point to be able to counteract a lot of this stuff out here? You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just like there is just so much, um, you know, adapting to do that I guess makes these animals able to do certain things to for their benefit. Like it's just <clears throat> it's just so crazy. It's so awesome. Like the defense mechanisms, the way they hunt, like their senses. Like mm -hmm. it's so it's so interesting and so cool. Um, once again, yeah, nature is just very scary. Um, but the way that we're going to do this, this episode is um, we're going to do one, like, what you, how did we uh, say it earlier? Like, we're going to so do one like from one, the small. One small, one medium, one large, and then, and then back, do and that through. again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not just knocking out the small, knocking out the, so we have a, a little mix of everything. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so our matchups, should we just list out the matchups right now or just go it? Go as we go. I mean, I mean, we could list out the mashups. So they could get a little, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little. Okay, so, so for some of these uh, animals, it's just gonna be the generic yeah. animal, like uh, listed out until we get to the actual round. That's when we're gonna actually say what the specific species are, like uh, the specific type. But um, so for the small section, we have the poison dart frog. That's just one that was already. As is, and then against a snake, uh, we have the Gila monster against the hawk, uh, and then we have scorpions against praying mantis. So for the medium side, we have a wolverine against a badger, 
We have a chimpanzee against a bald eagle. And then we have American pit bull against an African wild dog. And then on the larger side, we have bears against lions, elephants against rhinos, and then a hippo against Siberian tiger. Let me ask you, bro. What's your most anticipated matchup? Honestly, I really enjoy doing the research on the African wild dog. Oh, okay. And the in the pit bull, you know, because it's one of those matchups where you you expect it to go a certain way. Yeah. But I it could, for me it's really a toss up, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's one of my strongest. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my strongest picks. That's why I like it the most. You know. Yeah, I think I I feel you on that one because my most excited one is the chimpanzee against bald eagle. Uh, chimpanzee. And I'm gonna like, go ahead and tell you, bro. I I didn't do bald eagle. I did a type eagle, but uh, it, it wasn't a bald eagle. Just so you know. Oh, for real? Damn. Damn. All right. But all right. but you know what I'm saying. You know it doesn't discount what yeah. a chimpanzee is, even uh, though it's a different it? type eagle. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Whew. All right, bro. I mean, we just I guess we get into it. Uh. <clears throat> so the first matchup the first round is going to be the poison dart frog against a snake uh marco do you want to go ahead and do the honors of uh presenting your first animal so it was hard for me to really choose a snake man because a poison dart frog you know i didn't want to choose anything like od like too big you know yeah i was trying to choose something that was like small sleek and slender and then we talked about it and you, then you meant you had mentioned to me there's a, a certain snake out there you know what i'm saying and i'm like what damn <laughs> i thought like, that was uh-huh. i'm like what so i did a little research and boom so my snake is the fire belly snake <laughs> okay so the fire-bellied snake is a red-bellied black snake feeds on a ver- variety of things, you know, it's like fish, tadpoles, frogs, lizards, snakes, and other small mammals. If they're uh, land and water hunters, they can uh, swim underwater for 23 minutes. Damn. They regulate their own body temperature. They're toxic. To, their bite is very toxic, but these snakes aren't aggressive at all. They usually grow four to ten inches. And mainly stick to themselves. So, you know what I'm saying? You're probably all wondering, like, what's the reason they're choosing the fire belly snake? It just so happens this snake is the only snake in the world that has... I don't need... They didn't even... Like, I tried to find out how it came to be, but I couldn't. But yeah. it just says the snake just has a natural enzyme that builds antibodies that literally cancels out the venom of a poison dart frog. That's crazy. Damn. See, and I think we are talking about that. Like you had said something like, "What do you have to go through in order to like exactly. develop these sort of like I want to say how many snakes but, like, like ate a poison dart frog and died until like it came a generation where they you know they didn't die well they didn't die but you know what I'm saying it wasn't as effective. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean with that's a good pick because one alone it. It does counter the venom. Mm. Uh, and then when I first got into the poison dart frog, I was like, this this frog is one inch. <laughs> this frog is one inch. <laughs> I 
I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, but it, it it may be like uh, you know, what I'm saying a suicidal homicide. You know, you you may take the fall, mm-hmm. but you're gonna bring somebody with you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you still have more information on your uh, on your snake? I mean, I have more, but it's, if you wanted to talk about your the frog, you could. Let me pull up this article right here. So, boom. So it's it's. I mean, I've I've seen it called like multiple things, like the red belly snake. Uh, what do I have right here? Fire belly snake. I've seen it called multiple things, but the scientific name is the Storia acetama. Don't know how to pronounce that word. Very long. They word. are very hard to pronounce. Yeah. Yeah, facts. But it's from a Latin word, a cupid and macula, and it means the back part of the head and spot. So, you know what I'm saying? These are very distinct snakes when it comes to their color, how they look. So it's a brown snake, copper snake, ground snake, little brown snake. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Very specific in its color. Yeah. The longest one that's ever been recorded is 16 inches. Dang. Yeah, that's pretty big. But compared to a lot of other snakes, not that big. Nah. And then I got a bunch of, like, scientific stuff about it. Are you a are you a fan of like snakes? Like, do you like snakes or not? I mean, snakes are cool. Would I have a pet snake? Nah, <laughs> I think it's too dangerous. Nah, you know, I mean, because it's a wild animal at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like snakes at all. I uh, genuinely, I think they're like one of my biggest fears. Uh, that one and crocodiles, but I, like for some reason, my girlfriend likes to go to the the snake farm. And, like, literally the entrance and, like, to get to the back of it, to the other animals, that building is just full of snakes. Like, it's only snakes. So, like, going in there, I had to go, I had to go twice. And the first time, uh, I, w- I was shitting bricks. Like, yeah, I was... Snakes are definitely scary. Now, it was really scary. One of my old roommates used to have a snake, man. And it got out one day. And I'm telling you, bro, I woke up in the morning. At like three to go use the bathroom, and it was right next to the toilet. And I swear to you, I almost killed this snake, dude. I, but, I, but I remember it was my roommate. I was like, he was about to step on it. And it was like, ah, you got lucky. Didn't even say anything. Closed the door, locked my door, put a towel at the door, and went back to sleep. Nah, bro. That's see, that's that's I don't know, man. Snakes scare me. They give me the they cringe. They make me cringe, you know. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't even know what I'm going with this. I guess uh, should I go on with my poison dart frog? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> so I had the poison dart frog. The scientific name is uh, I'm probably gonna say this wrong, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> uh, Dendrobatite. Dendrobatite. Okay, I'm not. Go- I'm not trying. I'm sorry. Uh, the type is amphibian. Its diet is a uh, carnivore. Uh, the group name is army, and the average lifespan in the wild is three to fifteen years, and uh, the size is one inch. And look, this is the size relative to a paper clip. And those for you who can't see, it's small. It's just no, uh, but. You know, for its size, it's still very aggressive and territorial. And 
And it's actually, uh, scientists believe that the skin secre- uh, secretions of the goat of the golden poison dart frog are so toxic <clears throat> that point zero 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 four ounce are enough to kill a human being. Something so small produces that much tox like toxicity to kill a human being. And it's a. Uh, <clears throat> It's super interesting though because uh, it works very quickly. Um, it attacks the nerves and muscles, and it actually causes death to the respiratory and the muscular system. Uh, it gives you paralysis, basically, and it's it's like so scary because like animals are able to produce these toxins. You know, it's like it's so crazy. And it's even more scary because it's something that's an inch that you could just barely miss. And it could just kill you like that. And it's crazy because it works fast, too. Uh, so, uh, its colors consist of uh, yellow, gold, copper, red, green, blue, or black. And it has these elaborate designs um, <clears throat> to make to seem as if it tastes bad. So, animals will look at it, see that color, and assume that it won't taste as good. Um, and... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, they actually tend to sometimes like eat one, but they tend to obviously the toxins kill them, so they learn to not eat them. If it's like a different color, they're taught to not eat them, so they really don't have um, much predators because they usually obviously you know die mm-hmm. from the toxicity. Um, see, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind being a frog. I didn't. I didn't think about my it, thing yeah. is how do you teach someone not to eat us like in the wild how does another animal teach like no this isn't what you you know exactly exactly and I think I don't know man animals are so smart the only thing I think separates us from animals and it's like a different form of this but you know high sociable skills you know, because there are animals who have sociable skills, you know, like wolves, bears, like lions, uh, chimpanzees, especially, you know, like mm-hmm. so many animals have uh, social skills. It's just I don't think it's to the like the level of ours, you know, yeah. that's the only thing that separates us, because if not, then I feel like animals would be so superior, like just big cats alone you know they mm-hmm. work so well together like they're i mean or they they work alone they their vision and senses are so like heightened you know what i mean and it's just so interesting like it's just so crazy um um so their communication style is how is heard calling throughout the whole forest uh, most species of frogs have well-developed vocal structure, uh, structures capable of producing a variety of sounds uh, that serve to attract mates, uh, advertise territories, or express uh, distress. Um, and they usually feed mostly on uh, small insects such as ants and termites, uh, usually things that are on the floor. I mean, they're one inch. You're not going to really be able to mm-hmm. do much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's actually interesting because they can actually uh, travel up to 10 miles per hour 
and they can jump uh, up to three feet high. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's pretty interesting, honestly, because uh, they're really small. So 10 miles per hour is pretty fast. You know, one inch going three feet high, that's, that's, some, that's some sort of strength right there. That's some sort of strength. Um, and then uh, obviously this one, they called it the golden poison. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the only natural predator of the golden poison dart frog is, um, it's their scientific name. It's Lamedophis apinophilus. And I think that might have been the scientific name of the uh, of the snake that you were uh, talking about. That's uh, um, that's uh, resistant to the toxin, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not too sure, but uh, that's the information that I have on that one. Uh, like I said, the way that we uh, finalize these, like I guess, who wins, is that we both have to agree on who's the winner. Yeah. So we both, I, I have to convince him of mine. He has to convince him of, uh, uh, of his, but the thing is we can't be biased. That that's, that's the, the rule. It's like, I do have to see it from your point of view as an animal, you know, mm -hmm. as how it's actually will come out to be. Um, and I mean, I think one, one thing that I do have against you is obviously uh, movement, I want to say, and uh, obviously toxicity levels, you know, but it's just you are capable of like withstanding that, you know, withstanding it. So I think it, it kind of, I don't know, like depends on, you know, your speed, you know, because my speed is only 10 miles per hour and I can jump three feet high. So like what, what is your like movement again? Or like, what, what do you think? Well, my whole thing is like being the fact that I literally uh, can withstand your toxins. It doesn't, does it really matter how fast you're moving? You know, because it's like, oh, I, I see. It's like there's only, you know, one animal that can do that. Yeah. And it's the animal I chose. Yeah, because and it's like you—that is, is that's just natural predator, and yeah. that you're its natural spray. So, this was honestly, you know, what I'm saying a cheese win for me. It was, I, I'm not even gonna lie because, like, how would I even, uh, you know, go on to attack this, this thing? Like, because I, I don't have one thing. I, I'm pretty sure yours have like fangs of some sort. I what. Uh, I'm using over here on the poison dart frog is just you know my my tongue, you know just to catch the little the small little predators or the small little uh, prey that I can see on the ground. You know I'm not really getting the big guys and the people my my size, which isn't even that big. You know um, I think you know if this was a different sort of uh, of sort of thing because the, the the thing that we're you know, painting right now is that these two are head to head right now. Like they're fighting to the death, you know? Yeah. And 100%, I'm not trying to end this so quick, but 100%, I really do think that the snake would probably take on, uh, take on against the frog because one, it does withstand it. And two, it's speed right on strike. 
is uh, fast, you know. Um, and I, I do believe in certain circumstances, the frog, if the ro- frog was trying to run away, it oh, probably yeah. would get away. Yeah. But we're not doing that. Exactly. It's not that. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think, bro? You know, I hate to, you know, just give the, you know what I'm saying? Because I could have chose a, another snake, but it was like, this you, This was going to be, you know, because a lot of these other matchups might not be in my favor. So I definitely agree that the snake will win. But if it was like, you know what I'm saying, oh, not a fight to a death, you know, the frog definitely could get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 100%, this is a, uh, it has to be fight of the death. So I think the, the first round definitely has to go to uh, the scorpion. Uh, oh, no, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the snake. I don't want to talk about the poison dark frog. The oh snake, no, the snake. snake. Oh my god. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, like I, I knew I was gonna take that L. I really did. I was looking up. At, you know, I feel like my small animals are all kind of like decent. So yeah, you know, I'm pretty confident. I mean, my, I think that was kind of like maybe the worst animal yeah. I chose. I think from there, I think my small animals. Aren't too bad. No, honestly. no, most definitely. Yeah. Um, but we're going to actually move on to our medium side. And um, we're going to go to uh, the first matchup there, which is uh, Wolverine against the Badger. Um, so right now, Marco, you are one. You have one point right now. I have zero. Um and we're just going to see who, who gathers the most points. Uh, I guess, do you want to go ahead and do your, your animal? Which so, one yeah. did you, which one was so, it, the hawk? The what? <laughs> the gila monster? <laughs> what the, f- oh my God. Honey <laughs> <laughs> badger wolverine. <laughs> It's because I just I scrolled to the next one. <laughs> All right, okay, 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 okay. All right, so Bro, the, I chose I chose honey badger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so a honey badger. So honey badgers are usually the sizes are usually nine to eleven inches high at the shoulders. Their weight are usually usually is around thirteen to thirty pounds. They mainly feast on honeybees and larvae, mammals, small birds, reptiles, stuff like that. Okay. These animals only attack when threatened. So that, I feel like, might be a downfall in a situation. But since it's like a fight to the death, what I feel it is like right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it matters. Yeah. The average lifespan is up to seven years. Their top speed is 19 miles per hour. Their skin is thick, tough, and loose, allowing the honey badger to twist and escape from the grip of their attackers. These these same the same skin is said to be able to deflect dogs, spears, arrows, and even machetes. Ooh, that's that's <laughs> something. Okay, nice. And I, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to say this yet, but I'm gonna just say it because you know, what I'm saying I'm saying it. So the honey badger also has a secret weapon that it uses as its defense. Hidden in the base of the tall. There are two anal glands that squirt out a foul-smelling liquid that can be detected 130 feet away. So it's kind of like, uh, you know how a skunk, you get close to a skunk, it like 
it's like a defensive mechanism a honey badger has as well. What? That that's crazy. And that that scent stays on you, and then you like say you leave, they can like know where you're at. Hundred thirty mi- hundred thirty feet away. Damn, that's wild. Um, all right. Well, I mean, mine is the wolverine. It is uh, the largest land-living species in the weasel family, or as the scientific name is, the musclelids. Uh, the wolverine usually weighs between 17 to 40 pounds. Uh, it stands up to one and a half feet tall and is generally 33 to 44 inches long. Uh, that's including the tail. And uh, the male tend to be larger than the females. Um, they are very ferocious predators that prey on mostly mammals such as rabbits and rodents. Um, it's very strong for its size and its prey can include large animals like deer, moose, wild sheep, and even elk. What? Uh, yeah. Moose? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen some videos on the on the uh like on wolverines like defending themselves against wolves, uh like big animals, bro. It's crazy. Um, uh, they also have a, a keen sense of smell uh, and hearing, but they have very poor eyesight, so they kind of rely on their uh, their smell and hearing. Which still, that's like insane. That, that's insane that they could like be so powerful and have that extra sense. You know what I mean? Um, they have very uh, strong teeth. Uh, and powerful jaws that help it from frozen meat from carry-on so they like will go and they're they're scavengers so they'll go out and just eat the dead animals that are like frozen up and shit so they need that strong jaw um and uh it has uh powerful legs with padded feet and large claws um they're very nocturnal but active at any time of the day um they're very good runners and climbers and they're also very excellent swimmers. Um, there has actually been a research study in Sweden where they looked at what the cause of death was in a group of wolverines, as well as like brown bears and wolves. They studied that 27 wolverines and found that the most common cause of death for this was traumatic injury inflicted by other predators or wolverines. Um, 11 of the 27 fell into uh, this group with four of the 11 being killed by other wolverines and uh, the remaining seven were uncertain um, and that was just looking at a small sample size of 27 you know um, and like four of them were killed by their own species you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's just like these are ferocious like there's one those are one of those like animals that are just like aggressive for no aggressive reason. man um so like they're they're not only dangerous to like these you know rodents and stuff, but they're also dangerous to wolverines themselves. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I don't know. They're they're very strong. You know, um, I think they'll definitely put up a good fight because not only is their jaw very powerful, but like they have claws. They're you know padded feet. Like powerful, you know, they're very strong for the size, you know. And the thing is, you're saying for their size, but wolverines are miles bigger than how how big was a wolverine? Way bigger than a badger, way bigger. 
Uh, I got you right here. So you said a wolver- I got a, a Wolverine could weigh up to 70 pounds. A honey badger weighs up to 40 pounds. True. I see that. Yeah. You're, it's fa- a Wolverine is faster. A Wolverine is faster? Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. So this is the only thing that uh, I couldn't. Uh, they haven't tested a honey badger's bite force. So they don't know how powerful the bite force of a honey badger is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, honestly, I couldn't find anything on the uh, the bite force instead of the. The only thing I was able to find was that their powerful jaws are able to rip frozen meat from the carry on. Um, like I said, uh, frozen dead animals that's been there, um, and uh, they do need to rip open that frozen meat for their survival. So their jaws had to adapt. So that's. You know, a honey badger. Oh, okay. You know what? Like I said, I'm unbiased. All right? You mm-hmm. know what changed the whole thing? What? The fact that they are able to penetrate, uh, um, what was it, uh, spears? Spears. Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're thick-skinned. You can't. Spears, machetes. So that would mean that the wolverine's bite force would have to uh, surpass the... Uh, like machetes, the those sort of equipment, and uh, I really don't think so because uh, you know frozen meat compared to like you know a machete or something, like you know that the machete is a hundred hundred percent you know stronger mm-hmm. and more like you know more strong and just there you know. So uh, I, I really think that's one of the biggest uh, uh, pros to uh, your honey badger. Um, also, I would like to say, being that the Wolverine has a keen sense of smell, when the honey badger deflects his secret weapon, the defense, it, it's going to, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also, yeah, that's also a thing, the, the poor eyesight and the, and the smell that could uh, work against him. Big time. That that could definitely work against them. Uh, damn. <sighs> Am I? Are you finna be two and zero right now, bro? God. But you know, I will say, based on sheer size, power, speed, because you know what I'm saying, all the stats are go towards the Wolverine. You know. Yeah. No, Wolverine are very ferocious and they're very like aggressive too. They're they're uh, definitely fighters. Definitely fighters, um, but uh, yeah. Like also, if if the if the Wolverine was a bit bigger too, it, it could put up a fight. Like I I don't think it'll it'll get really uh, demolished in every single round, mm-hmm. but uh, it'll definitely like if they were just a little bit bigger, they would definitely you know take some take some dubs. Not all of them. I I still think that Honey Badger. It's just its skin is so like it's so strong. It's just it's really it's really working for him. It's it's what really got him because there's no way. There's just no way. And then it's like I also I would also say you know this is a fight to the death. So and a honey badger is the one thing you don't want to back into a corner. You know. Yeah. So I feel like. That's when you'll get to see its real colors. You know, everything's gonna be on the line. Yeah, like I said, they're all they're putting everything into it for survival. Um, 
But I wouldn't say, you know what I'm saying, it's flawless, you know. I definitely probably 6'4". Not even not even six four man. I would maybe say, maybe I would say probably five five honestly fifty fifty. If it was the Wolverine was the size of what it was already, or if it was like uh, uh, just now, just now. You think it'll be five five? Because I because the Wolverine's bigger than the Honey Badger, way bigger. No, the no. Honey Badger's bigger. No? no, the Wolverine's way bigger. It's like way bigger. What I thought you said the no the, no, no 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 the Honey Badger's smaller. You, I thought you said the honey badger was up to 70 pounds. No, no, no. That's the Wolverine. The one that I chose? Yeah. What? Yes, yours is... Uh, look, yours is way bigger. It's stronger, faster. I told you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I know that it was... Uh, um, I know that it was, like, stronger and faster, but I didn't know that it was, like, uh, like bigger. bigger. Because the, the Wolverine is only 1.5 feet tall. Yeah, that's not no, honey badger's nowhere near that. Nine to eleven inches. Oh, okay, okay. Thirteen to thirty pounds. No, you know what? I don't know if I want to give up this uh, this round then, because that does change things. That does change things. Because that's what I was saying. I'm not saying like the honey badger is getting you know, but but you also got to take into account Wolverine has poor eyesight. It True. relies heavy on scent, and a honey badger can dis dispel this scent, and that will automatically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, there's some. See, okay, so the thing that I think is going against, so for pros, for sure. For Wolverine is its size, mm-hmm. uh, uh, its strength, speed. Um, cons is uh, definitely the poor eyesight, mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, I guess it's uh, what is it like skin defense or whatever? Like what would you call it? It's just it's natural. It just has a natural thick skin, skin armor. Really? Yeah. Um. So that that I think the pros kind of weighed out. Uh, what about the honey badger? I think what well, what would be its cons or its pros? Well, the skin is a pro, for sure. The defense mechanism of dispelling that stench that stench is a pro. True. Backed into a corner, so this is the most aggressive it would be, bro. But, yeah, but I can say but, that about but, mine. But, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of cons, you know. It is, you know, because it's slower, smaller, not as strong, you know. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I do know that honey badgers uh, have longer claws. Um, than the uh than the wolverine um so i i do give you that one uh because i that doesn't take away the fact that we do have claws too mm-hmm. uh but the fact that the honey badgers are longer um that does you know kind of go in y'all's favor um <clears throat> but then again like and you know my whole thing is like you know taking in top speed into account is really not a good factor you know because so taking speed top not speed but like you know what i'm saying top speed like you know what i'm saying because that's like out of a full sprint you okay, know okay yeah they're they're running yeah you know so and this is not like you know what i'm saying 
a chase battle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So, you know what I'm saying? We got to knock speed off of there. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's really if we're, you know what I'm saying, squaring off right there. Okay, I mean, we unless can... unless we're talking about attack speed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, like, it's just facts and stuff, like, for sure. But, okay, against, like, defense in the round. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Um, all right, then. Well, I mean, knock speed out of there, then. We just have, you know, strength. But it's just that lack of eyesight. You know, and, uh, you know, it's still, you know what, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the fact that it's taken down uh, a moose, an elk. Nah, that's insane. I was shocked when I heard that. And uh, I, I, I think I mentioned the fact that they've also, I've seen a video of it defending itself against, like, wolves, against, like, um, you know, just, like, all these larger animals, you know, and it's... uh. It's pretty interesting. It's really interesting, honestly. And the fact that the the thing is also they're scavengers too. You know they're they they're just trying to survive. You and know? then another like thing is animal. you know that's a natural meat eater. You know honey badgers aren't you know what I'm saying looking out there for you. I mean they do, but it's not like you know what I'm saying their main course is honey and bee larvae. You know. But not to say they don't hunt, you know, birds, I see, yeah. other mammals and such, you know. See, we talked about this on another episode where, um, you know, herbivores are a lot more dangerous to go up in a one-on-one fight mm-hmm. uh, against carnivores is because herbivores, you know, are already, already one thing, probably eight. They're not starving, uh, trying to eat. They're just trying to survive, you know. Exactly. They're not going for a hunt. They're going. They're fighting for survival, you know. So uh, definitely, it would be a lot more dangerous to uh, to go up against uh, a herbivore of some sort. And the fact that the honey badger eats uh, honey and what else? Bee larva. And bee larva. It's like, all right. Well, I mean, they're just doing it for survival, you know. And yeah, the wolverine does have bad si- uh, bad eyesight, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just hard giving it up. You know, it's hard giving it up knowing that there's pure size difference. There yeah. is a strength difference. Yeah, 100%. If the Wolverine gets a hold, it might be GG's. Elaborate, but, bro. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? But also, I did say, you know what I'm saying? Honey badgers are skilled at getting away when they're grabbed by their attackers, you know? Yeah. They use their skin, they crawl, they twist and turn and roll, you know what I'm saying, to help them away from their attackers. So, you know what I'm saying? It may not be, you know what I'm saying, Yeah. easy to get this honey badger anyway. Okay, see, like, the thing with, you know what I'm thinking about these honey badgers is just, I'm thinking, like, they have this uh, uh, Superman skin nobody's piercing through. <laughs> like, it's like, ding, I mean, like, I mean, I did see, you know what I'm saying, I seen if it could withstand a bullet and it can't. Damn, who's testing this? <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just, I was just doing the research, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, so what I'm thinking is like there's no predators that could uh, go against it. You know what I mean? I mean, no, because, you know, it does have predators like birds of prey. Yeah. Larger mammals like lions, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah, their bite force is definitely different than uh, a lot more stronger than the uh, the Wolverine. 
and I guess I would I guess I would say like medium sized uh, animals. Uh, that is a really really big factor, and uh, so do you think that you'll you'll walk out with no scratches or? Depend. I mean, there's a there's a hundred percent possibility a honey badger could walk out flawless. There is a possibility. I could see it happening, but you know what I'm saying. In the regular course of a day, probably not. It'll, it'll probably not. You know what, what I'm saying. What is the speed again? I think only like thirteen miles per hour or something like that. Let me see. Do you think it would be able to get away? Um, the the Wolverine's way faster. I don't think, you know what I'm saying, it would ha- have a chance to get away, you know? I uh, think it's like you got to stay there to fight. I don't think this is a runaway Pokemon, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> nah, for sure. This is a but battle I, to the end. Okay, but I'm Somebody, thinking... Like, I, I feel like if it ever came to Wolverine versus Hunter, but one of them could not leave. Yeah. Based on how aggressive they both, both get, get. It, in, that, in that moment, I don't think one of them would leave, ever. We're here to figure out who's <laughs> who's walking out. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, what side are? Where are you leaning? Honestly, I mean, I don't want to be biased because I definitely feel like it could be over if the Wolverine gets like you know what I'm saying a good like hold, you know. So okay. See, you're putting that in already, and that's make that's like okay. What what needs to happen in order for him to get a hold? Like, yeah, what? and that's like, if if if, depending, because you like you you don't know what 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 the honey badger is gonna do, you know? Because yeah. like if immediately he spots you, you know what I'm saying? He activates the smell, you know what I'm saying? He might not even fight. He could get out of there on that, you know? Yeah, no, 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 for sure he can't get out of there. But we gotta fight. So you know he's got to fight. Like you know what I'm thinking right now? I'm thinking like there's this little like we're in the forest right now, and there's this there's this one spot where it's just a circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these animals are just right there. No way face out. Face to know face. I mean? Face to face, right there in that circle, and they gotta like you know what I'm saying. If they're face to face, I don't think you know it's gonna be an easy task to win for the honey badger. If they're like in that circle, face to face, I don't think that's an easy win. Yeah, that's gonna like that's gonna have to be like some cunning stuff he gotta pull off to <laughs> yeah. get to get that one, you know? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? If it's like a circle, you know what I'm saying? Like trees around it, and yeah. it's just them two, you know what I'm saying? And you can't leave the ring, you know what I'm saying? One of them, you know what I'm saying? You got that's gonna be a cunt. You gotta pull off some amazing stuff to walk out of there. Oh, I mean, okay, based on based on like animals, we can change the terrain. Um and uh, uh, we can do, like, open grassland with, like, a couple rocks. You know what I mean? Maybe let's put, like, three rocks or something. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, feel like that's more of where, like, wolverines and, uh, mm-hmm. and honey badgers are more, like, located in. So we could also do that terrain. See how that goes. Because, I mean, there are rocks. They are agile creatures, you know? Yeah, but even with the rocks... I mean, maybe, you know, you might be, it would be more more in the favor of the honey badger if the rocks were there, probably. You Why? Know? Just be able to move around more, you know what I'm saying? More time to think on your feet, you know, to, you know what I'm saying? Devise a plan to take down the Wolverine because ultimately it's not 
it's the I'm gonna say it's literally the uh, Wolverines game to lose. You get me? You know what I'm saying? The, I'm not saying the Honey Badger is gonna lose, but if he does lose, I mean if the Wolverine does lose, it's his fault. I feel like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. gonna because like in that circle shit, yeah, hundred percent. He's gonna have to pull off some amazing. Even with the rocks, he's gonna have to pull off some crazy stuff to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna be close range combat. It is gonna be a lot of the time, you know. Like it's still gonna be like the same, mm-hmm. you know, just little arena sort of thing. Uh, if in that case, you know what I'm saying, I hundred percent, you know what I'm saying. I'll give the Badger two two out of the ten. So I'm going eight out of ten if it's in the circle for the Wolverine because size, speed, everything favors it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's just, like, open realm, you know what I'm saying, just like a plane of land, you know what I'm saying, then I would say it might be a, a different story, you know? So if we're uh, – so if there was just out, you know, out in nature – uh, yeah, just in a natural habitat, like then, everything around, you know, I feel like the honey badger has more opportunity to, you know what I'm saying? Get away or kill it, the wolverine? Kill. Either, either or. I you think know? it would, be, I don't know if it'd be able to get, honestly, I don't think it'd be able to get away because let's bring back, let's bring back speed. Let's just say top speed, yeah. chasing one after yeah, another. Yeah. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But with the whole getaway thing is, you know, there's a lot he could, you know what I'm saying, it could do. You know what I'm saying? Plus with the poor eyesight, it's, you know what I'm saying, he could definitely play on that to yeah. get away. Yeah. Not only with the eyesight, you know, the smell, I'm telling you, that the secret weapon is what really, you know what I'm saying? That's it, really going to uh, play. That's like, like a, that's like a key factor in the battle. Like that's the game changer for the honey badger in the battle, honestly. No, that does change the whole thing. That gives just the whole benefit to the uh, the honey badger. The whole entire... The fact that you have a thing where it's smell that throw off the, uh, throw off the predator against the person with bad eyesight who relies on their smell. Like, that's a complete disadvantage for the wolverine. Uh, let alone their their. Thick skin, you know. Uh, but you know what I mean. I think we're still thinking about the fact that it's like, yeah, it's a small, it's a, it's like an arena sort of thing. But one thing is that Wolverine is in this, like distraught. It can't see. Um, it's like relying on this like smell that's actually hurting it. Um, the honey badger. Is pretty agile, I would say. Uh, um, it's uh, it's a it's a pretty fast moving uh, animal, and I think again, its claws are are longer than the wolverine. It's fighting for survival. It's gonna hit some marks, and I think probably eventually, even if it does take some hits, it's not gonna really affect it as much, you know. Um, I don't know. The honey badger might, it might take it, honestly. Like, I really think it might take it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's smaller, but you know what? It's. And you know, was, I, I read this thing, you know what I'm saying, that compared both of them. Uh, and it gave, like, most of the thing credit to the Wolverine. Like, it had, like, everything beat, but it was like, in the end, the honey badger would win. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean. But nah, this is probably like one of the like closest like this is like a, like a really good matchup. No, that's a very. It'll be a, like if we had seen this in, in some like video or something, it would definitely be a good fight. Like, one hundred percent good fight. It's gonna be an interesting fight. Somebody, and I'm not. And it's, it's not to say the honey badger is walking out of there victorious. Ten out of ten. No, no, no way. <laughs> not possible. Maybe I would give it maybe six out of four, or seven out of three. Probably. Six out of four, or you know what I'm saying. Six out of four, or you know what I'm saying. Even five out of five with me because you know what I'm saying. I'm just thinking like the size difference is really crazy. No, the size difference is crazy. And like, what happens if? It's not, you know what I'm saying, an, a lot of movement. You know what I'm saying? It's face-to-face, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, then it's like, you're talking about getting, there's no getting away. Mm, no. You get me? That that is, that would, based on four, if it's head-to-head, it would be uh, sheer size. Um, but yeah, no, I guess we're giving Marco uh, two to zero. <laughs> uh, and this man, yeah, won the Honey Badger against... Uh, a Wolverine. Um, next, we're going to our large section, and um, this is going to consist of the bear and the lion, right? Um, my, I guess we'll start with me this time since I won the last round. Um, I did the polar bear, and its uh, common name is a uh, polar bear. The scientific name is Ursus maritim- maritimus. I hope I said that right. And uh, the type are mammals. The, they are carnivores, and they live up to 25 to 30 years. Um, their size is, um, their head and body are 7.25 to 8 feet tall. And uh, their head is uh, from 3, oh, I'm sorry, their tail are 3 to 5 inches. So uh, they have a very small tail. Uh, they weigh up to 900 to 1,600 pounds. And um, this is just a size relativity to a, a man. Very tall. They're crazy tall. Um, they're the largest carnivores on land. Um, they run up to 25 miles per hour. And they're, they, can go, they can swim up to 6 miles per hour. Uh, they have a very good sense of smell, which they use to find their par- uh, their prey. Uh, the polar bear can smell a seal on the ice 20 miles away, and uh, they can smell a seal's breathing hole in the ice more than half a mile away. Um, at 1,235 pounds per square inch, uh, polar bears have a greater bite force than great white sharks, Bengal tigers and African lions. Uh, to put that number even more in perspective, uh, the average strength of a human bite is slightly embarrassing, 162 pounds per square inch. The difference that we have compared to a polar bear. Our bite force is just... Insane. Wow. Um, so for their prey, they, uh, they eat seals. Um, but polar bears will hunt humans if they stray into their territory and with incredible speed, enormous strength and a trem- and a tremendous sense of smell and a deadly bite. There's no way that we would be able to get away from that. Like 20 miles away, dude, like 
And then I have an interesting fact about polar bears. Um, they actually have three eyelids. Um, their third eyelid reduces the amount of UV radiation that enters their eyes, thereby protecting them from snow blindness. So they have a very good eyesight. Crazy. Polar bears are, like I, uh, I will always say this until there's a crazier animal, but I believe uh, polar bears are apex predators. Most definitely. But I would say they are apex predators, but in their own world, you know, because they, I don't think, you know what I'm saying? How are they? Would they? Do you think they'd be able to last, like, in Africa? Well, uh, you know? Based on their... And that's another thing. Like, that's like, how are we going to play this arena? Like, what domain are we going to be so, in? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you want to go ahead and do your animal? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, So, we could... Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, you know what I did? I did an African lion. Oh, okay, okay. Because, you know, African lion is the biggest lion. All right, so let me go pull this up. So is the African lion is a scientific name of genus Panthera, native to Africa and India. Its top speed is 50 miles per hour. Lifespan is 15 to 16 years for an adult female, 8 to 10 years for a male because, you know, they're usually out there hunting, fighting. dying, fighting. Yeah. So the height for a male is 3.9 feet at the shoulders and for a female is 3 to 3.6 feet. And that's another thing. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know if we were going to do male or female because that that in a sense is a different fight. No, that does well. change things. I mean, you can do whatever one you want, bro. And then um, male. <laughs> so, uh, so the male from head to body, the length is uh, 6 to 6.8 feet long. That's how long they are. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, so, boom. Males have a strike force of about 22,800 pounds. What? <laughs> and the fact that a polar bear has a stronger bite force than that, that is crazy. But wait, anyway, wait. What, what was on, the bite force? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. That was the strike force. My bad. Their bite force is 650 pounds per square inch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that was... No, 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 no. That's their strike force, strike force, strike force. What does that mean, the strike force? Like, like where they swipe. When they swipe? Oh, damn. That's that's really strong. Their teeth are 10 centimeters apiece. Claws are 38 millimeters in length. Their prey consists of antelopes, zebras, wild bees, buffaloes, and other grassland animals. These animals, this is a note I just wanted to say. The animals that lions usually hunt tend to be larger than them. Oh. So, you know what I'm saying? They usually take down prey that are way bigger than them. Yeah. Just to, you know what I'm saying? To stay on their side. So, their best defense is their the roar, actually. So, it can be heard up to eight kilometers, which is five miles away, just to, like, advertise their presence and to, like, you know what I'm saying, scare things off. Yeah. Damn. And I mean, the fact that they're in the family of big cats, you know, they are one probably are very, uh, you know, agile. But um, you know, let's yeah, let's let's one decide the the type of like domain that we're putting this in because that does that does change things a lot. Um, so these are definitely two different types of yeah. animals. You know, one is in all the way up there in Antarctica and the other one is in Africa, you know. So uh, let's say that.
that either way, climate-wise, they're uh, they're adapted. Okay. Um, okay. Climate-wise, they're adapted, but terrain-wise, um, they are affected. So, um, so let's do this. What do you think? Should it be? Because I do think it'll be. Un- I don't know, bro. I don't know. Because I'm thinking it could either be like a desert uh, or Antarctica style, where it's just like that great plain of ice, or um, it could be like rainforest, where like no matter the climate, we're just throwing in uh, a polar bear and a, a, a lion in this domain. domain. I don't think uh, we should do rainforest. Cause I don't think we should do a desert. Because that's too... Leaning towards the line, right? And then uh, Antarctica is more... Leaning towards the polar... Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, So this... Okay, let's say this... um, This little arena, how does it look? Uh, Are we... Is it just like one circle? There's like nothing there? Or is it like... You know, because is it a face to is it a face off again as well, or is it like yeah, this circumstance like is like we're right in each other's face, or is it like you know what I'm saying? We just happen to cross paths. So it's like the uh, imagine the circles. Let's let's say our circle. You know those like gladiator movies mm-hmm. where they fight. They have that arena or whatever in there. Let's let's do it a little smaller than that, uh, just like your generic one. Uh, just a little smaller than that, and then just take off the stands, and that's like the only circle they're allowed to be there. Uh, and then the rest is just like the rainforest, you know? Mm. Um, but what should like be in there is what I'm talking about. And like, I think that's a good size where it's just like they can't get out, they're just it's just there, you know? Mm. Um, what like should it just be plain flat, or should we have like a tree with like a like a rock or something? Like a little river going through or something, or like I don't, I don't know, because <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Are any of these advantage advantages so, to either or? You know, I think a, a, a tree definitely might be advantage to a uh, to a lion. Um, honestly, I think just flat surface might be advantage to uh, to uh, to a polar bear. I think if we we just put one tree there, let's put let's have one tree there. <laughs> Something where it's like so. Boom. Let's let's. This is a scenario. The lion's laying up in the tree. The polar bear caught his scent, and he just so happens to wander. He's wandering. So yeah. boom. The lion props up in the tree, and the polar bear is standing up down there. Boom. It's about to be game time. Yeah, yeah. And they're just fighting to the death. Like nobody's leaving until one is dead. Um, I'm gonna tell you straight up. You know, I did not. I forgot about polar bears for real. I did not take into account when we were doing bears. I was definitely like, yeah, grizzly bear, no way he's taking me down, you know? So it's like, nah. I did not think about polar bears. Yeah, like, eight I, feet is crazy. Eight feet, man. Uh, Massive size. Its bite force is like 1,625 pounds. Like, that's its bite force. Um, uh, we're not accounting for this, but like their speed, the fact that they can run twenty five, like that's not gonna like pay a factor in this like scenario. But like just the whole fact that they could run 
25 miles per hour and can smell you from 20 miles away. 20 miles away? What's 20 miles away from here? That's like, they could smell us from. Like, imagine that, dude. That's just, that's way too crazy. That's way too crazy. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I... It'll definitely think, be a bloody match. Bloody, bloody match. If no one's coming out alive, for sure, because now let's look at the, the strike force of, like, a lion. Um, what did you say it was? Like, 22,000 in that arena? Like, that's... Yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely taking a lot of damage. Oh, you're yeah, going to yeah. take damage. No, but, for sure. But do I think the lion can withstand... I don't think it could withstand a polar bear. Nah. In a in an especially in a drawed out match. You know, it would have to for in order for the lion to win it, it'll have to be over. I don't think a draw a drawn out match with a polar bear constantly taking those bites. Man, those bites are something else. And no, this ain't no honey badger situation, you know. Exactly. What I mean? like, he's got that vulnerable skin, you know. Yeah. Um you know, because their fang, like their teeth, are about what ten inches long. The lion, so uh, that does give give them that benefit. Where ten centimeters with added on to the six hundred and like twenty five pounds of bite force, it's ah, that polar bear is gonna feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and it's like and, and it's all depending, you know what I'm saying? Because lions usually, you know what I'm saying, they're gonna bite, you know what I'm saying, around the neck area, you know. And that's like, if a polar bear stands up in the fight, you know, is it's gonna be a hard task trying to, you know. Yeah. So like, it is definitely different when it's on like all fours. Like I do see uh, the line, you know, getting some good hits, uh, but it's I don't think it's gonna. Uh, I don't know if it'll be able to kill. Uh, there is that certain point in the back of the neck where they usually tend to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have good access to that, but that'll only trigger the polar bear to stand up. And then to that, then they're like eight feet tall. You know what I mean? They're not super agile, like not as agile as the the lion, but uh, they are more capable of moving. Their Their mm-hmm. movement is more like just capable you know and i think that it's just i i i that lion is just it's really struggling it's really going to be struggling what do you think no i definitely agree man the polar bear you know and that's so crazy because i did not even think like a polar bear would even like be your i thought i was thinking grizzly bear whole time (laughs) You just forgot about the whole polar bear. I just completely drew a blank on it, but nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the polar bear is walking away without scars. You know, definitely. You know, not even. I would say. You know, what I'm saying he could walk away with some heavy damage. You know, he might honestly might not live to see another day after that fight <laughs> as well. You know, but the fact of the matter, I don't think a drawn out battle with a polar bear and a lion, a lion wants to do that. You know, yeah, it no. would have to end it very quick. And I don't think, you know what I'm saying, it would happen that way. So I definitely think the polar bear would definitely take the W. Out of 10, uh, I think maybe a polar bear would take it 10 out of 10, honestly. 10 out of 10, that's hey, crazy. Hey, I ain't finna lie. I think 10 out of 10, there's no way that uh, a polar bear is taking an L from a, a lion. 
I give one to the lion. Maybe two, one, two, just for the luck, because you know what I'm saying. The lion accidentally, you know what I'm saying. Swipe the bear gets stunned. He gets that bite on the neck. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I mean, Not to say the lion is, you know what I'm saying, walking away scratchless. He's he's definitely walking away battered, limping. But yeah. you know what I'm saying, championship. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. But no, nah, definitely polar bear gets it. Yeah, no. Nah. Finally up on the scoreboard, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess on that on that round, the large one, the first round, uh, goes to uh, goes to me. So um, I guess we're moving back to this small section. We got uh, the Gila Monster against the Hawk. So um, uh, I got the Gila Monster, and uh, you got the Hawk, Marco. So. Um, I I won the last one right, so uh, I guess I'll go. I'll go. Um, the Gila monster is the scientific name is the Heloderma suspectum, and uh, it's a reptile. It's a carnivore, and uh, they live up to twenty years. Their size uh, goes up to twenty inches. They weigh up to four pounds, and. Um, they are uh, one of only a handful of venomous lizards in the world. Um, it's a, a fairly mild neurotoxin. And uh, the gigabyte one is extremely painful. Um, but it hasn't resulted in any human death before. Um, uh, but they actually latch on to the victims and chew to allow the neurotoxins to move through uh, their teeth and into the open wound. Um, <clears throat> uh, they're not really life-threatening, again, but the symptoms uh, include swelling, intense burning, uh, pain, vomiting, dizziness, weakness, rapid heart rate, and uh, low blood pressure. Um, and uh, preventing the bite is usually possible, uh, but it's just like Gila monsters, man. You don't want to mess with them. Um, they, uh, this is one of those things that we were talking about earlier. It's like well, these are one of those creatures that feed primarily on eggs raided from nests and newborn, newborn mammals. Um, and we were talking about how that possum was fighting off against that bearded uh, Komodo dragon. And uh, it just went straight for the egg. So it's one of those, like, you know, those lizards that do those things. It's like, it's pretty sad. Um... But they actually spend 95% of their lives uh, underground burrows, emerging only to feed and occasionally to bask in the desert sun. Um, they can store fat in their oversized tails and are able to go months between meals. Um, they actually only eat uh, four to five times a year. So um, they don't really ever have to put their life on the line to go out there and fight. They just stay mm -hmm. underground. Um, but there are some animals that are suspected of hunting them, just like uh, mountain lions, uh, foxes, coyotes, and uh, birds of prey, which I found very interesting that uh, birds of prey are one of the things that attack these gila monsters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, but they can go up to speed up to 15 miles per hour. Um, uh, they're... Diet, again, includes the young mammals such as rabbits, ground squirrels, and mice. Um, it also takes other lizards, insects, eggs, snakes, uh, uh, frogs, and birds that are small enough for it to handle. Um, 
it's uh it's a slow animal though um it does give it like that downfall a little bit <laughs> um but an interesting fact about it is that young gila monsters are capable of ingesting prey that is half their body weight at one sitting um adults can ingest prey that's uh, about a third of their body weight so it just it really goes to show about their sting and like the their ingest of venom um also the animal finds prey through an exquisite sense of smell uh just like a snake it has a forked tongue that can pick up molecules of a particular scent um it sends the molecules to a jacobson or organ uh whose opening is on the top of the lizard's mouth uh, so that's where the lizard can then tell where the kind of prey is, uh, the kind of prey that it's pursuing. Um, and it, it can also climb uh, trees, cacti, and walls in search for a meal. So that's the Gila monster. Let's see this hawk. <laughs> so the hawk I chose is the Sharpie hawk. The it's, Sharpie hawk. Okay. Yeah, it's also known as the Sharp Shin hawk. Ooh. It is from the Acipiter family. The males of the sharpshin hawks are the smallest hawks in the U.S. and Canada. Their lifespan usually is 3 to 13 years. <clears throat> they are 9.1 to 12 inches in length. They weigh approximately 2.9 to 4.1 ounces. Damn. Wingspan is 17 to 23 inches. Damn. They fly at top speeds of 16 miles per hour to 60 miles per hour. Their main preys are songbirds, small mammals, insects. They're very solitary, territorial, and they are pursuit hunters. Sharpshin hawks are territorial during breeding season. They deter intruders by calling, chasing, and attacking. These are usually solitary, but sometimes can be found in small groups in North America. So, boom. The females are larger than the males, and they end up weighing 150 to 218 grams. And also, they have cat-like claws. Sharpshin hawks use their long toes and talons to impale their moving prey. They've even been known to reach into wire mesh bird traps and grab prey out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. You know, you know, going to this, I thought I had a big disadvantage. I didn't. How big did you say a Gila monster was? Four uh, pounds? Yeah, four pounds. And now that I heard that, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like. See, I, I, I didn't put into perspective about like how the wingspan also, uh, you know, obviously you have the, the advantage of flying movement. Um, and then, let alone your 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 claws, you know what I mean. You can easily get my back, you know. And um, I don't know. I think my my Gila monster really one doesn't have the movement. Also, he doesn't have uh, like oh, oh, the experience because you know they only eat four to five yeah. times a year. Yeah. Um, they only go for eggs, you know. Uh, we've seen it not even worry about the predator and just go straight for the eggs and dip, you know? So I don't think it's able to really put up a fight. Uh, I'm just thinking this is like, this domain is just like, 
Honestly, it could is, be anywhere. You know? And my thing is, like, are we restricting the hawk from flying? It, well, no, I, I feel like the fly... That's too grave of a disadvantage. They, you know? they could fly, for sure. Just, like, obviously, I don't think they're going to be all the way in the sky. You know what I mean? It's going to be up here, you know, just going... Because, like, we're, it's going to be the same thing with... Uh, our other match that we had, the chimpanzee and the, the eagle, where mm. the eagle is going to be able to fly, you know. Um, so they're going to be able to fly, but uh, I just don't think that, one, it doesn't have the movement nor the arms or, like, any... It's on all fours, you know, so it's just fully relying on, you know, just the bite force of um, of the gila muster, which is very, very painful, you know. I feel mm. like if there is... If it does get a bite on the hawk... Um, that hawk might I don't know if it'll that hawk might not make it you know because um, one they inject venom and uh, uh, two is just like it's a very powerful bite they're gonna feel it there's gonna be intense burning pain swelling uh, the bird's gonna feel dizzy like um, it, it's really gonna affect its flying uh mm. But that's if it gets that hit, you know? Where, where, where are you leading? In the beginning, I didn't know how big uh, Gila Monster was. I was thinking it was a, a lot bigger, you know? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, maybe I might have a disadvantage. But my whole thing is the the ability to take the fight vertical is the ultimate advantage in any battle. When your opponent can't go vertical... You know what I'm saying? That's recovery time. That's plan time. You know what I'm saying? Diversions. I can, you know what I'm saying? Certain type tactics to I move around, it. you know? No, exactly. Um, like I said, it's like that movement. It's uh, that Gila Monster is going to take a lot more steps to turn around to see like him, get, him getting scratched mm. to defend himself, you know? Um I I mean we're not really putting speed into this, uh, but you know uh, there is like deflection speed. There is like you know a certain d- defense mechanism and uh, fifteen miles per hour. Uh, like that's full on speed, but that c- does go to show how fast this creature is, especially mm-hmm. if it's fighting for its life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I don't know, man. I think like I I mean like I said. It's all, it's predator is a bird of prey. Yeah, you know, um, it's it is a disadvantage. It's a huge and disadvantage. Then, and then you know what I'm saying what happens? You know what I'm saying a four pound. You know that's a pick up, fly up, drop you down. Exactly. I mean, imagine, imagine if like it was able to stand up on two feet. You know, that would be a different story. Possibly. That would be a different but story. It, if it could, like, it would have to have longer arms. If it had long, yeah, yeah, like a regular amount of arm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that it would be, it would be a problem. But the way that it is now, I think just like birds of prey are a predator for a reason. Exactly. Uh, and it, it's just, it's the biggest disadvantage any animal could have. You know. Yeah. I, I really don't think a gila monster will ever walk out. No. Yeah, there's no way that a gila monster ever walk out. Um, I feel like even if it uh, it gets a bite off, you know, yeah, I don't think it's still. I, you know what I'm saying? Because imagine you, it has a hold of you, it bites it, the bird immediately takes off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Drops you. 
Yeah, yeah. And even, let's say they can't even leave, they're, they're, gonna, they're able to t take off, like, mm -hmm. mid-flight, whatever, chill for a second, go out there. Exactly. Go back on their, their back or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, and eventually, that Gila Mustard is going to give out. It's, it's, he's going to end up going down. I think the Hawk takes it 10 out of 10. You know? I definitely agree. For sure. Um, all right, yeah. I guess the Gila Mustard takes that one. Oh, not the Gila Mustard. <laughs> the Hawk takes that one. What was the Hawk name? The Sharpie Hawk? Sharpie Hawk. Or the Sharp Shinned Hawk. The Sharp Shinned, the sharp -shinned Hawk. Um, all right, man. That's. I can't say that was a, a well-fought battle. Definitely an easy one. Um, is the next one the chimpanzee and the bald eagle? You want to do that one next or you want to save that one? Should we save it? Ooh. I mean, it don't matter. Let's skip, let's skip on to the... Uh, let's do the American... Because we have the American Pitbull and the... The and one, Afro, yeah. yeah, let's do that one. Um... All right, I guess since you won, do you want to go ahead and do that one? <clears throat> so I chose the African wild dog. Scientific name is Lycaon pictus. They stand 30 inches in height, 40 to 70 pounds. They tend to be 30 to 56 inches long, lifespan 11 years. Their top speed is 44 miles per hour. They have a bite force of 317 PSI. Oh, wow. Which is, I mean... Based off what they are in the what they are in the animal kingdom, that's great. But you know what I'm saying. I, I looked up by forces of a lot of like common dogs, and it it doesn't compare. But these are pack. You know what I'm saying. They they have a pack mentality. So usually they don't attack in straight on solo. You know what I'm saying. It's more of a a group thing. A group thing. They're yeah. usually known to like rip their their prey apart so yeah. it's like bite, I think dip, bite, you know what I'm saying? We had talked about this literally before the podcast episode where there's like a video we had seen of the uh, African wild dogs um, you know, quickly ripping off and biting the genitals off of uh, um, buffaloes and uh, large animals like that who are unable to like move quickly um, just to take them down quicker um, but they are definitely a, a like a pack sort of thing that's usually exactly. how they get their meals which is um, very gruesome sometimes. <clears throat> um, was that all that you had on the on the uh, African wild dog? So they're actually endangered species. Their population is only like fourteen hundred. Damn, that's crazy. They live out in deserts, forests, grasslands. I think that's all I can't find this other thing I had. All right, all right. Um, okay, well, I mean, I have the American Pitbull. You know, its origins are from United Kingdom. Uh, they weigh between 30 to 85 pounds. Uh, they live up to 12 to 16 years. Uh, and um, their breed group is a terrier. Uh, the American Pitbull Terrier is a breed that is known for its strength and determination with a bite force uh, of 240 to 330 PCI, P, uh, PSI. Um, this breed can definitely bring down uh, you know, larger prey uh, just with that, that bite force. Um, the American Pitbull Terrier stands taller and is the most athletic of the Pitbull uh, pit type. And um, there was actually a study in 2019 where pit bulls accounted for 91% of all reported 
fatal attacks on other animals and um, 91% of all fatal attacks on other dogs, 76% of all fatal attacks on cats, and 82% of all fatal dog attacks on other pets, poultry, and hoofed, uh, hoofed species. Um, yeah, that's American Pitbull. Like, um, they make great pets, for sure. Uh, uh, I, I do know that they're very, uh, you know, good creatures, like good dogs to have. But um, I, if put on the line. Yeah. There's definitely I mean, a different side to them. There is a different side to them. Uh, and are we talking how, like, are we talking, like, how many African wild dogs are there, you know? Because if it's one-on-one, that is a completely different story than it being two-on-one, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. uh... I feel like two-on-one is a disadvantage for the pit bulls, so it's it's a one-on-one battle. One-on-one for sure. Um, all right, and I think the terrain should just be a regular regular street or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, like, just one street. They really, they're just, they can't really go anywhere else just on that street. Um... I think, well, I mean, see, I know that the PCI, PCI, PSI for um, the uh, one, the African wild dog is a 317, whereas to the pit bull can go up to 330. Uh, it is a slight difference, but you know, it is stronger still. Um, and I do think that it is uh, bigger than the wild African wild dog. Um, but I don't know. What, what do you think? See, my thing is, man, from my standpoint, an African wild dog is like an, an a wild animal, you know? So I feel like off rip, there's a disadvantage for the pit bull because, you know what I'm saying? Even if it was just like a stray dog, you know, it's not like what bred it bred up to be like a hunter go out there you know what i'm saying it's yeah. not bred to be a predator or to fend off predators even, yeah you know yeah i think i told you this uh before the podcast uh but i thought it was an interesting fact where african wild dogs actually uh will go out and hunt and then whenever they uh kill their uh the animal and eat their they store a third of their food into their stomach they have a, a special compartment um, where they hold and store food until they go home and they'll throw that special compartment up to uh, feed their cubs, um, which I thought just was super interesting that African wild dogs can do and what they can do inside their bodies and uh, like on command and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but uh, like I, ah, what were we saying before that? We're talking about, and my thing is, man, I feel like, you know, being that the pit bull doesn't have that experience and the African yeah. wild dogs' intelligence and cunning, the way they use their minds to attack, yeah. it, it'll run circles around it. Yeah, but like also then we're thinking like... But it's, it's not, not to not say, you know what I'm saying, the pit bull does have a fighting chance. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think he does have a fighting chance against them, like if it's multiple than one, but if it's just one... Like, based on, like, sheer size, maybe. Um, you know, the speed, the strength. Uh, I, and, like, like I said, like, yeah, the, uh, the wild dog does have that experience, that, you know, free wild experience. But also, like, dogs have that instinct. You know, they're going to they're gonna fight for, like, one. We, like, there's videos yeah, of, like... but think about this. Think about this. You ever seen a dog 
meet another dog. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, you know what I'm saying? They do like an engagement to where like they, they sniff each other and they like, you know? Yeah. You don't think the pit bull is going to, you know what I'm saying? Because this is also a form of a dog. You get me? Yeah. You don't. Sure. You, so you think he's just going to automatically just like prop up ready for the smoke? Okay. <laughs> so bet. Check this out. Okay. So I, that changes then because I thought this was, hey, like. They're already growling at each other. Like I mean, I mean, oh, yeah, no, no, never mind. Not, I, now that we take that into a court, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That last point was invalid. <laughs> no, that, I, I get what you're saying. Like, if this, this was nature and this did just happen out there in nature, 100% that would happen. Like, oh, African wild dog would get a couple bites on it first uh, until the dog, like, I guess gets, like, uh, like they know what's going on. Um but, like, if they're just both growling at each other, ready to fight, like, at that moment, I'm, like, I'm thinking, I mean, it's not going to be an easy fight, 100%, but I think that the, that the pit bull is going to win. At 100%. I'm just not gonna... I mean, look, it's, and he's, he's not going to walk out, like, clean. You know, he yeah. is going to have scratches <laughs> on him. He's going to be limping. He's going to be, like... Like you know, gasping. Think of think about how how these animals attack, man. Oh, a pit bull is probably gonna be going all out trying to get these attacks, right? Yeah. A wild dog is gonna sit back and attack precisely. Yeah, I see. He's gonna pinpoint certain parts. You know what I'm saying? A pit bull is not gonna. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna process. Oh, let me hit right here. This is a vital point. Yeah. No, I see where you're coming from. You get me. They tend to uh, go in for a strike, sip, like come back. Exactly. It's not. Gonna, and strike. then the thing is, it's, this battle is going to be a long fought battle. You no. get me? Because the wild dog is not going to let you get him. You're gonna. He's going to have to work his ass off to get that wild dog. You get me? Even no, if, even if it was just like the circle thing. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I see that. One hundred percent. I think. And at this whole while, you, in this whole time, while you're trying to get the wild dog, he's gonna be attacking as well. You Making me? you slower. Yeah. <laughs> and you said three thirty, three seventeen. He's not that far off in bite force. That's pretty. That's a pretty damn hard yeah, bite. Yeah, you know. I, so I it's see, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> so it's like, would you like get? Would you rather get bit a couple of times from a three thirty or bit a lot from a three seventeen? Nah, I'm not trying to get <laughs> uh, I see where you're coming from, man. I really think that, you know, a pit bull doesn't know. They don't really have those strategies because it's not really what they're accustomed to. They don't need a fight for survival. Like, um, so, like, definitely I see where, where you're coming from with that. Um, you know, this all just... It, it does pass... Like, it does pass up what, like, you know, strength, speed, because it does end up being what IQ, you know, like, how you're going to uh, battle knowledge, you know, your experience. And I think uh, um, I think that's going to be what is really accountable for walking out alive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, what, what what do you think? Like, are you are you thinking wild dog? Because I yeah. think yeah, because man, I'm not. I I'm gonna give it a. I don't even want to say six four, man. I feel like six four is too generous, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go seven three because man, I feel like if you've ever seen how like they attack animals, 
this thing is gonna the wild dog is gonna run circles around a now once i found out that they attack like the genitals of like bulls and like those type of animals i was like nah they play dirty like they are not worried about nothing they're just hey it's no rules in the wild nope <laughs> nah they just out here fighting just for survival and it's like you gotta understand this a different thing and then that this might not be a good point to say but like we said well before like you know uh, one's fighting for survival and the other one's fighting for a meal. Yeah. You get me? And in this case, unfortunately, the predator would be the wild dog fighting for the meal and right. the pit bull would be fighting for his life. Yeah, because, like, also, one thing experienced, like, the this is nothing new to the wild dog. The pit bull is sort of, like, defending but scared at the same time because it's not used to it, you know? Um, and they take but, down, like, gazelles. Yeah, they take down larger animals. Buffalo. They know the hit points. I just think like uh, uh, like I would have to give the uh, the African wild dog six four probably. Seven and three African wild dog for me. But, but you know, I, and it's not to discount the pit bull. Very very good adversary for the wild dog. But that experience. It's gonna it's maybe if it was like you know what I'm saying pit bulls weren't domesticated it could be a different story you know but it's like and then uh, like you know what I'm saying there's a lot of movement restriction with a pit bull versus you know what I'm saying but their legs versus a wild dog's legs you yeah. know yeah, yeah. pit bull's not gonna be able to just be bouncing around you yeah, know what I'm they're, saying they're not as agile they don't really need to be um, yeah man I think uh, I think this round uh, definitely gonna have to give it to the uh, uh, the African wild dogs like. I, I, in this battle, I think experience has to take it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Um, so what? That gives you three? Three, two, is it? Is it three, two? Um, no, 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 no. Let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got four. You won the snake, right? Snake. You won the hawk. Hawk. Uh, I, who won the badger? badger. You won the badger. Yeah, <laughs> you won the fucking badger. God damn. And then you won the wild dog. <laughs> All right, four, and then I won. Polar bear. Oh yeah, and then I won the polar bear. So four one. Damn man, damn. <laughs> nah, but the comeback's coming. The comeback's coming. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. So let's see. Are we okay? So we're going into the next one, which is large. Which is going to be large. And um, should we do elephant against rhino or yeah. hippo against <laughs> Siberian tiger? We could do the elephant and rhino. I say elephant and rhino. Okay, bet. Um. All right. Do you want to go ahead and start with your uh, rhino? Rhino. So I did the white rhino, white rhinoceros. The top speed is 31 miles per hour. They tend to weigh 5,000 pounds. They are 5'6 to 6 foot 1 in height to shoulder. <laughs> Their horns are 7 centimeters long. Lifespan 40 to 50 years. Rhinos can be protective, but they are rarely aggressive if unprovoked. Rhinos prefer to roam unhindered and undisturbed. However, if they are, if they have a perceived threat, they may defend themselves by charging. A rhino could run up to 50 kilometers per hour. With this considerable speed and agility, the rhino would be able to strike first in most battles. Okay. No, no, just had to throw that out there. Hold on, hold on. That makes sense. <laughs> and the fact is uh, 
the when the rhino attacks, they usually take their horn and drive it into like the lower extremity of most of their people's neck. Of so like, neck. if if this was a face to face battle with any creature, yeah, you know, yeah, it would automatically get that upper hand because uh, like these are animals that know the hit points. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about, like they know the hit points. They're used to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, was that it for the mm-hmm. the rhino? Okay. Um, so I have the African element. The element. <laughs> <laughs> I have the African elephant. And uh, the scientific name is the Loxodonta. And it's a mammal. It's a herbivore. And um, it lives up to 70 years. Um, they are height at shoulder, eight to eight point two to thirteen feet, and they weigh up to two point five to seven tons. Um, they usually eat roots, gr- uh, grasses, fruit, and uh, bark. Um, and an adult elephant can actually consume up to three hundred pounds of food in a single day, and uh, they really don't sleep much as to roaming great distance while foraging for large quantities of food. Um, you know, and in their brute strength, they're one of the strongest mammals and uh, the strongest land animal. Um, they can carry up to 9,000 kilograms, and that's actually like the uh, weigh of 130 people. Dang. Yeah. Um, they're usually peaceful animals, but uh, females may get aggressive whenever uh, young calves are present, and uh, bulls can be like aggressive. Um, during this season where their testosterone is uh, a lot higher, so they get a lot more aggressive. Um, uh, but, you know, mostly all elephants get aggressive whenever they're, like, sick, injured, or, like, harassed. They tend to get um, very uh, gr- uh, aggressive, and they react in actually three different ways. Um, the first way is dominance or threat, which displays um, a demonstration of superior strength and social position of the individual. They look towards the threat, spreading their ears out, standing tall, they raise their head and tusk high. Uh, Head shaking and trunk swishing can also be seen. Um, The second way is that elephants may run at the threat in a demonstration or real charge. Most charges are mock charges, which are broken off before the target is reached. However, if an attack is followed through, an elephant is quite capable of killing another elephant or other animals, including humans or wrecking cars. Um, And the third one is defensive or uh, submissive actions highlight an elephant's fear or indecision. They include avoidance, agitated curling trunk movements, throwing of dust, foot swinging, and exaggerated feeding behavior, which consists of like loudly breaking off branches or pulling up grass. Um, And then their predators consist of uh, lions, hyenas, and crocodiles. Um, They usually go for like the young or like the sick elephants. Um, but yeah, that's elephants, man. Um, I have very majestic, honestly. I think I Beautiful think animal. they're always, uh, I just think, I don't know. It'll definitely be hard for an animal to go up against them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? What do you, where are you kind of leaning towards after hearing some of the facts? <clears throat> An elephant's size is always has always been an advantage, you know. Yeah. But my thing is, I don't know if you know what I'm saying. An elephant is just you know what I'm saying, ready for a face to face, you know, because 
it was seeming like, you know what I'm saying, it had to be certain factors for them to, you know what I'm saying, yeah, be aggressive, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it definitely, it, it takes some agitation. It does take, uh, you know, threats in order for them to react. So I most definitely feel like uh, it wouldn't be some, if something in the, in the wild, in the wild nature. Um, they would for sure probably just like avoid each other. Um, if anything, probably uh, the rhinoceros would probably avoid the elephant because the elephant yeah. would probably be in a in a herd. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're talking both charging at not charging at each other, but you know, both I don't know if they growl, but like you know, they're trying to uh, gain dominance over each other. Like, um, you know, it does depend because charging might work. Mm-hmm. But there is the uh, uh, the horns of the rhinoceros, you know, that mm-hmm. are like very, I would say, dangerous, you know, especially for them going towards certain hit points. But what hit points would they go for, though, if they're kind of like they're not that tall? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I mean, six foot. I mean, six foot is pretty tall. I'm not going to lie, actually. They're a lot taller than I really thought. Um, but 13 feet. Yeah, thirteen feet is a whole you different know, story, and and that's my thing. You know, what I'm saying with thirteen feet, don't it stands clean over? You know, so it would probably that. I mean, that's a deadly it, it, that rhino charges and you know what I'm saying gets the stomach. That's a deadly hit. But also, yeah, in the stomach for sure. I see that. I see that being a, a deadly hit. Um, but would it even be able to get it? Because there's also you got four large, yeah, you know, legs. like legs. You Pillars. have a a, <laughs> a tusk or whatever it's called. You know, the long mm. nose. Um, and there's just like, how would you even get down there without being like stomped? You know, like let's say you do get you you do get them good. You know what I mean? Um, you're down there, you know? You're going to get stopped. You're not, like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's not a planned thing. There's no yeah. way. Like, you, you probably are going to get stopped. And uh, animals are really able to withstand, like, yeah. you know, large uh, injuries injuries like that. Like, Fatal. I've seen this uh, Giselle who was, like, getting eaten already. But then, like, the lion started fighting. So then she just got up and, like, ran away you know what i mean limping and i'm like like dog you're just getting eaten right now like how are you doing that you know but animals do have a, a higher resilient for like injuries like that uh so I, I don't even if it was like attacked i don't think that like a rhino a rhinoceros would be able to you know take actual damage towards the elephant you know imagine it moving around the elephant and you know what I'm saying, charging and hitting the legs one at a time. I see that. Yeah, I see that. So are we? So is this like the circle is a circle as well? Like in the circle? I think what this should be is like just uh, like an open plane. Open plane. Open yeah, plane. Just like the savanna. So thing. then speed could come into a factor then. Okay, I see that. Yeah. I, I, and I what's the it. elephant's max speed? Top um, speed. Uh, let's see. Um, actually, I don't think I got that. Let me let me look it up. Do you have the rhinoceros's top speed? Thirty-four miles per hour. Thirty-four. And not only thirty-four miles per hour, but when they're at that speed, they have a hit force of eighty-three hundred pounds. 
They have a hit force of what? 8,300 pounds. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so the African elephant um, can run up to 25 miles per hour. So, uh, definitely, it's not, uh, it's not as fast. Um, I wish I had the hit force. I, I, I don't see a, a hit force or anything. Okay, so uh, a human runner exerts peak forces of three times his or her body weight than, uh, when running, while elephants exert at most 1.4 times their body weight. So whatever, how much uh, uh, they weigh times 1.4 is uh, the force. And I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, they tend to weigh about 2.5 to 13 tons. Oh, that's insane. And a rhino's, like, maxed out at, like, three tons. Oh, I'm not 13 tons. I'm sorry, seven 13. tons. <laughs> 13 tons. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> No, nah, but I think you're thinking about the 13 feet. That's still insane. Like, yeah, no, being that's... Being 13 feet tall, that's insane. Seven tons, like, that's wild. And then the ability to carry that much, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, to, yes, like, I, carry, like, the uh, the weight that uh, equals out to 130 people. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Um, but, I mean, I got to stick to... I got to stick with the African elephant, like... Um, I think it's speed compared to the rhino. Definitely, there's a difference, but that hit force, that hit force is going to be something different. Uh, plus the sheer size, you know. Uh, let's say the rhino even gets like a good hit, uh, they're going to be on the bottom. They're going to get stumped, you know. Like all that weight being stumped on you. Like imagine that. Yes. Yeah, um, and like I said, like that, that the fact that elephants have a, a you know resilience against high injuries. Um, so I, I don't think little, little hits here and there are going to like cause big problems, you know? Um, what do you think? See, you know what I'm saying? The open plane, you know what I'm saying? It kind of changes things for me, you know? You almost, you almost had me convinced for real with the, the elephant, but then the open plane kind of changes things because if it's open plane, you know what I'm saying? I can reach my top speed. And I can hit you with eighty three pounds, eighty three hundred yeah. pounds of force multiple times. So I, I see that, but I'm not like okay. So the elephant isn't on defense mode; like they're both in attack mode. They're yeah, fighting. I, so like that elephant is not gonna allow you to like. Okay, but my thing is, you know, say say I lure, say the rhino lures the elephant in. You know what I'm saying for yeah. for a charge, right? Boom, he evades. Then he gets out of there. Then he hits a full speed charge. You get me? Elephant chases. He evades. You get me? See, my whole thing is, you know, I think, you know what I'm saying, more strategy. But uh, if it's definitely, honestly, in your case, if, 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 if it was a head on charge, the rhino gets that hit, he's done because, you know what I'm saying, if he gets stuck under there, yes, he will get stumped and yeah. GG's, you know? I feel that. Yeah. But I'm thinking the rhino doesn't play it like, you know what I'm saying, to where he's just going to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is where that, like, we had, why we disbanded the speed earlier. Because that factor is, like, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to be at your top speed at all times. Yeah. It's probably going to start off, like, 
uh, top speed, there's going to be, like, a headbutt, and then, like, they're going to be injured a bit, and then that's where the fight's going to, like, kind of progress. Like, I don't think this is going to be a So a when long the fight. elephant charges and he, like, lowers his head to do the ram, what happens when that meets the horn of the rhino? I think it's going to cause some damage. Like, I think it's he's going to start bleeding, probably. Uh, I don't think he's going to die. 100%. I'm 100% sure that he's not going to die. What if he got a brain shot? No, I'm just. I'm <laughs> well, I don't think he's, he's, he's going to be that low. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he's going to be that low. <laughs> uh, he's nah, going to get some injuries, though. No, nah, I give it to you. I give it to you. Because I didn't, I didn't realize elephants were 13 feet, you know? Yeah. They're crazy. I'm thinking like eight, nine, you know? There's no way that they can even get down to six yeah. feet with their head. Like, yeah. I, I think that's just uh, too impossible. Um, I couldn't even imagine 13 feet tall. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Imagine if we had like a giraffe on here. Have you seen giraffes <laughs> fight? Yeah, nah, giraffes are dangerous. <laughs> no, man. Giraffes Dude. just be throwing their necks, bro. Dude, the sound of them junks hitting together. Oh, man, that's so crazy. Shots. I've seen, yeah, they will ram those necks into each other it's wild <laughs> yeah i gotta check out some of those uh jurassic or not jurassic uh giraffe uh, fights it's absolutely crazy um but now i'm gonna definitely uh give it to the elephant man i have to give it to that maybe like, i'm gonna give it eight two eight two i'll give it yeah eight two is good eight two I'll, I'll accept it too yeah i i think uh the rhino's gonna be fine don't, don't get me wrong though the elephant's gonna be the elephant's gonna feel it mm-hmm. the elephant's definitely gonna feel it um. All right, we are back at the uh, the small, and mm-hmm. uh, I think we have uh, the last one for the small section, which is uh, the scorpions against praying mantis. Um, and then uh, actually, so what am I? Two four now. Two mm-hmm. four, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm really confident in this one, man. Uh, so for the scorpion that I chose in this one for my uh, small is uh, the Deathstalker scorpion. Um, its uh, scientific name is Delirus quinquestratus. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said that wrong, but uh, it's a species of scorpion, a uh, member of the family Buthidae. And it is also known as the Palestine yellow scorpion with the lifespan of 4 to 25 years. Um, they're around four inches long, and they contain venom that uh, has huge amount of toxins. Um, they actually have the fastest um, uh, strike at 130 centimeters per second. Um, although scorpions have two eyes on the top of their head, often two to five pairs of eyes on the front corners of their head, um, they do not have good vision. Scorpions, including Deathstalkers, utilize their sense of touch to navigate and hunt uh, using their uh, pectines and other organs. They have tiny slit-like tarsal sensory organs near the tips of their legs, which help detect vibrations in the sand or soil. Um, you know, they provide information regarding the direction and distance of their prey. Um, uh, during the day, it seeks shelter from the sun underneath rocks. Um, they are uh they hatch eggs and uh, the young actually develop inside the mother's body before being born um its venom contains ex uh neurotoxins that amplify amplify the nervous system 
and uh, resulting in muscle convulsions and high blood pressure and eventually organ failure. Um, victims of the Deathstalker, Deathstalker uh, scorpion sting will experience extreme pain at the injection site and swelling. Um, there is also headaches, uh, nausea, vomiting, abdominal cramps, and diarrhea. And eventually, the venom may lead to fluid retention in the lungs and convulsions. Um, scorpions are ideal for studying defense as they both use their venom. They both their they use both their venomous sting and their pincers to fight off attackers, um, as well as using it to defend themselves against bats, snakes, lizards, and other predators. Um, they also use their stinger to catch prey uh, and during mating. So um, that's the Deathstalker scorpion. You know what's crazy? I didn't know there was different species of scorpions and praying mantis. Oh, but, I didn't know about the praying mantis. Nah, there's like 2,000 species. What? Yeah, but I didn't choose no specific species. I just chose praying mantis. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> that's crazy, though. I didn't yeah. know that. All right, so praying mantis, its scientific name is Mantodia, found in North America, South Europe, and Africa, and I think Asia. 10 to 12 months lifespan. They are usually three to four inches long. They weigh about 0.14 to 0.18 ounces. They strike in 60 milliseconds. 60 milliseconds. <laughs> the prey are insects and other small animals. They're, norm they're normally solitary animals. And I just like to point out they eat their prey alive. Oof, yeah, that's wild. Okay, so after springing from their perch, praying mantises begin to rotate mid-air in a controlled spin, and at this, it moves at a rate of 2.5 turns per second. That's so wild. they're super fast, super hot, y'all. The praying mantis has a huge compound eyes mounted on a triangular head, and they have a large range of vision. They use their sight to detect movement of prey and swivel their heads to bring their prey into a binocular field of view. They have a fully articulated head that, that is able to rotate 180 degrees as well as pivot. And they use this thing called the antennae for smell. What the fuck? That's wild. Praying mantis. Praying mantis. I know we, we had talked about them a little bit. And uh, praying mantis are, yeah, if they were like five Honestly, and a half feet tall. Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite animals. The more and more I like, you know what I'm saying, do things about it. They're just dangerous, more, bro. Yeah. Dangerous. Like, they are, yeah. They're, I can see why you like them a lot. I can see why, like, I would, I would not want to be a bug and be around a praying mantis. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you wouldn't even have time to, like, uh, react, like, because they have great vision they are able to go at you in swift speed like it's there's no way that you'd be able to get away from that you know um but uh i mean uh, I, I i'm not gonna lie though i did see like a a video I, of a, of a, <laughs> I think it was an emperor scorpion against uh praying mantis i'm not too sure the specific species but um you know, the scorpion definitely did take that W. Um, yeah. But, but you know, my thing is, you know, the scorpion definitely took the W, but it wasn't the situation we're in now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
it definitely discouraged me when I when I seen the video because I seen it too. I'm like, dang, man, the prayer man, he didn't act the way I, you know what I'm saying, expected, yeah, you know? exactly. And it's not like, you know what I'm saying, he didn't try to attack the scorpion because he definitely tried. Yeah, no, he definitely did try to attack the scorpion. But, uh, you know, I think this instance, it's really in that we're just, we're in the backyard, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're just in the backyard. There's like a, you know, just a little area uh, full of just dirt, you know, there's a praying mantis, a death stalker. And I, I think one of the reasons why I chose the death stalker, uh, over because I was gonna choose, I saw that video, I was like, okay, you know what, what scorpion is this? I'm choosing it. But then I was thinking, I was like, you know what, this isn't really a fighter. Um, that imp- emperor, uh, scorpion doesn't really uh, look for yeah. fights, it just goes out for the little termites. But uh, I wanted to get the most dangerous scorpion, you know. And uh, uh, like I said, like the 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 strike of their uh, of their tail are uh, is 130 centimeters per second. Like uh, I I really think that's just like they're really able to keep up with the praying mantis. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I don't know. Also, again, like there's that venom. You know, they have like that toxin. Um, and I, I, I saw that I know I, I chose a lot of venomous care, uh, <laughs> animals. Like I, I guess I have a thing for venom animals, but, um, like, I don't know, man. I really think that like, I don't know because scorpions are, this scorpion a hundred percent, I feel like could take on, uh, a praying mantis, but I'm not trying to knock down on the praying mantis because I, it is a well-respected like insect that could. Or that does dominate the insect world. Like, oh, we've talked about this in another episode where they fight bats. Exactly. You know, they get into fights with bats. And, like, bats are, like, I would want to say a form of bird of prey. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, this insect is fighting a bird of prey. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, he's, it's like he's a ninja, you know? Exactly. Um, But, uh, like I said, man, I don't, it it definitely would be a, a good fight. But it's like, it's like ultimately saying like a machine gun against like a tank. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like the scorpion is just overall a tank. I think it's just, it's not as agile, but yeah. it is brute in force for where it stands. You know what I mean? And then the thing is, it's like how long is it going to take for you to, to beat down this tank before I land that one shot on you? Exactly. Exactly. Um So this definitely would be a good fight, you know. It yeah. definitely would be a good fight. Uh, I, I I don't think that um, it's gonna be an easy fight for either one. Uh, but I really think that I really think that Scorpion's a fighter, you know. Like I think that Scorpion's gonna be able to just use its like, you know, both its uh, uh, you know pincers and its tail, you know. And it also is able to detect this vibration. You know, it would be able to, like, see where or, like, sense where it's at. You know what I mean? So I don't think it'll be, like, that big of a problem. I think that it would, like, that scorpion would ultimately be able to survive and just, I think, I personally think it would be able to kill uh, the praying mantis. Like, I would want to give it. (sighs) Again, I'm going to stay safe with the six and four. See, man, I'm not discounting the scorpion, 
but it's just the the movement for me, you know. And I don't know what the scorpion looks like, but I'm assuming it's your generic. Is pincers is this just, way? Yeah, the hook is, is on the back, you know. Yeah. So what happens when, you know, this? Uh, I was about to say grass. This uh, praying mantis uh, gets behind you, you know. Yeah. And like I said, attack stance. Hold on, let me let me pull up the correct stance. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty milliseconds. That is literally one second. So yeah. he can attack you sixty times in a minute. But okay, so I saw that video. I saw yeah, that, yeah, that, and that's the thing, man. Like that video did not do justice it didn't for do justice, for, for and I feel like It might have. It might have been because it, of the arena that they were in. Like it was literally it, in a small box. You know? Exactly, and I feel like that kind of swayed my opinion too towards because I was like, man, the scorpion's definitely gonna win this battle. You know? Yeah. But when you have a bigger environment and you're able to move around 100%, I think that that uh, prey mantis will for sure like use that to his advantage. Um, but then again, like. Uh, and then that scorpion sense, and like sensing vibration wouldn't really matter if you if the praying mantis is jumping around you know what i'm saying because you would only sense the last vibration he when he hit the ground after he moved you know yeah yeah i see that i see that but again like there is like his like let alone the scorpion speed you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it, it will be able to detect like whether or not it will be able to detect the uh the vibrations um and its speed just will be like i said 120 centimeters per second you know um and it, i would want to say it's a, a pretty close-up fight you know so you know just cut that in half you know what is it in milliseconds you know how how fast is he going to be able to stink once he senses that vibration you know um and it's what he lives by too like he's used to um, sensing vibration quickly it's it's what he does to survive you know so it's not going to be like this is something new to him this is where this is that's literally how that scorpion lives and it's adapted to that way you know but my thing is in a face-to-face -face, I can you know what I'm saying my thing is like if it's just like out there in nature imagine a praying mantis just standing still and you're in the scorpion is just wandering there you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times praying mantis use camouflage and stay back and just wait for their, you know what I'm saying, to come yeah. by. And they then a, then use their speed because, you know what I'm saying, that's how they use their speed to attack. You get me? So who's to say the praying mantis is not going to be stationary, you know, in the battle, you know? Because it doesn't have to use its movements to its advantage because it has the speed of, a, of that fast strike, you know? Yeah. No, I, I get you. Uh, I... But I will. I'll, but I'm definitely going to give you points for the toxic because if it does strike the toxin, it's going to definitely affect. Yeah. No. For sure. Um, actually, I didn't get a uh, a, a Deathstalker Scorpion um, speed. Uh, so I want to actually see what that is because um, because that does. I want to say uh, play and that's, factor. And that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't find like the movement speed of a uh, praying mantis, you know? Yeah. I could only find, like, the strike speed. That's, yeah, see, I was only able to find the strike speed. But I think, um, so according to researchers, um, the Deathstalker, Deathstalker snapped at 51 inches per second, already, what we said, um, which is uh, nearly three miles per hour. See, that's still a strike. 
Um, okay, how fast can a scorpion run? Um, scorpions can move at a speed of 12 miles per hour, uh, which makes it easy for them to scurry away from attacks. So, okay, now that I'm thinking about it, like the whole uh, brute tank situation thing is kind of different because it's not something where they don't have much movement. They mm-hmm. are able to move, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure their movement speed like that isn't as fast as a prey mantis, but at their speed with their strength plus their stinger spray plus the princers that they have, like, they're loaded. Like, I, I really Definitely think Definitely a that, lot of tools of destruction. Huh? Definitely a lot of tools of destruction. But I don't know, know, bro. I want to win this one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like it's like I'm I'm just not convinced that you know it would be able to. You know what I'm saying? Like constantly keep up with a praying mantis moving around it. You know, and that's what I'm not sold on. You know, because like you know. The way is like boom. This is a scorpion facing this way. Yeah. The praying mantis is here. Then what happens when he gets here? You know what I'm saying? You gotta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I is see. is his stinger able to like that, or does he have to to attack? You get me? Yeah, but and and boom, I move here sixty milliseconds. Attack. Okay. I move here sixty milliseconds. Look at, look at, but look how you're moving it, bro. You're moving it through him. Is he can't? I don't think he can he jump, jump over him. How big? How, so you don't think the prey mantis can jump over? No. I, if they are jumping over, I, I do think that they're gonna get stung. So oh, so you're saying like if he if he jumped like that, he's getting stung. Stung. So so in this, the air. So this, but my thing is like how would it, how is he detecting him? Because you said he's using vibration to detect. So boom, your last known location would be in front of me because I think you know I'm saying that's where well, I left the ground. Okay, can, okay. I I see where you're coming from, but also um, let's see. Look, at, I have it somewhere around here. Um, I, they're not blind. Bro. Okay. 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 So they do have two to five pairs of eyes on the front corners of their head, two eyes on the top of their head. Um, so they are able to see. It's just, uh, um, it's not the best vision. You know, they do still rely on the, uh, um, like the vibrations, and um, also they still have like a a, a sense of touch. To navigate. Um, so weak vision is the downfall again. Yeah, <laughs> weak vision is the downfall again. <laughs> nah, I'm joking, man. I'll give it to you. I'll give you this one, man. I'll give you this one. I'll give you the scorpion, but I'm giving it to you on a on a friendly six four. I don't. I honestly, I think you know. what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I'm not even really convinced, man. I mean, I. Because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, just using his movement to advantage, plus attack speed, the praying man just could dissect this. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, you realize it's not even going to like, it's literally going to attack you and start eating. You get me? It eats his prey alive. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not waiting around to kill you. It's just like, and then, you know what I'm saying? The toxins might kill the praying mantis later on if he does, you know? 
I don't know, man. Like, really, I, I really, that's like a, that's a really tough one. It's just, I have no idea, you yeah, know? No, no. no, it's definitely a good matchup. What, are you, what do you have so far? What do you mean? Your, your score? 4-2. 4-2, right? So. If I win this one, yeah, it's over. What if we did a tie? A tie? It yeah. would be, what, 5-3 and no, no, it, would I, be, it, would still, be, it would end up being a tie at the end. Yeah, yeah. Because we have two more rounds. Yeah, yeah. This honestly, this decide like if I win this, I think that's match, right? I yeah. win, I win everything, you know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like my last two might. I know one of them might take a. I know after you sent me that one article, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, let me see what the other one is. <laughs> we still gotta do a medium. We yeah, we have the chimpanzee and the uh, eagle, dude, medium. and then we have the, the tiger, hippo, the hippo and tiger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> 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 bro, just give me this, just give me this W, please. Nah, I don't know, man. Like the scorpion. Then again, it's just like it. It, it is a load of defense. Like where is that uh, a praying mantis gonna hit? You know, where mm. are the spots that they're gonna try and go for that um, that'll be safe? You know. Uh, it, it's not a slow creature like the mm-hmm. the scorpion is fast for its speed or for its size, you know. So I I really think I really think it's just it's best that defense more than attack, you know. I think that and then that's where um, praying mantis is best at attacking than defense. So I think it'll a hundred percent defense is always gonna win, you know. Um, I, that's why I'm just I'm leaning towards that uh, uh, I, I'm leaning towards the scorpion man like I really think I really think one shot one hit from even just the tox the toxins you know it's it's so over. my question is do you think a praying mantis could dodge a scorpion's attack I think it's you know I think it's possible. Remember, but it's, it's not eye, probable. Like its eyes are like this, sitting off that way and that way. Yeah. You get me? No. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. One eighty view. But it's just one hundred and eighty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> See, once it's already in the air, you can't dodge. What do you mean? Chain when you're in the air, you can't dodge. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Shift your weight. <laughs> Shift your weight. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, all, right, all, right, all right, I'm doing the most. I'm imagining. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, like uh, I'm thinking like <laughs> ninja praying mantis, just super agile. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give it to you. Six, like I four. said, I think it's possible. It's po- definitely possible, but I don't think it's very probable that they'd be able to. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like it rotates two point five times per second. What happens when it reverses that rotation? You get me? When they go the opposite way? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like what do you mean the opposite <laughs> way? Like say when the praying mantis is moved, it rotates this way two point five times per second. What if it's like? Reverse and rotates the other way 2.5 does it does it reverse the opposite way or is it just them going the different way in the same <laughs> direction you get me but I, at the end of the day I'm giving a scorpion 6-4 I'm giving it to a scorpion 6-4 oh okay okay no I mean like uh, I, I do think the, the praying mantis will walk out of there sometimes you know yes. 100% they're going to be limping they're probably not going to be running as fast as they used to but like 
uh, also I, praying I, mantis like to eat off their, their their praise head. Ooh. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like it would like you know what I'm saying. If it were to attack a scorpion, it's probably gonna go straight for the head. You know? Yeah, but it once and it goes, that and that that might be the downfall. That of it might more, be more times than not. You know. Yeah, I see that. But then, like, also you have the two the two yeah, claws that. plus the tail. Yeah. All aimed for the head. You know. Yeah. So I think. Uh, that's a disadvantage for yeah, the Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I, I do believe that six four is gonna be uh, the scorpion. Like the scorpion's just just gonna be walking out, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I, honestly, though, if the scorpion wins, I don't think it takes damage based off its defense. You know, I feel like it's gonna be like a almost flawless victory if the scorpion wins because I feel like it grabs it with the pincers oh, and, then, and then strikes and it's it's over, it's over yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, if the praying mantis wins, it's gonna be yeah. pretty knocked up. Um, but all right, yeah, uh, I get that point. We are now three four. Uh, it's a it's a really close one. Um, and the next one is gonna be uh, chimpanzee against a bald eagle, or not a bald eagle, just an eagle. I don't know your spe- uh, your species yet. Um, but uh, since I won, I'm gonna go ahead and start off. We have the common name chimpanzees. Uh, the scientific name is the pan. Troglodytes. Uh, they are mammals. They are omnivores, which they both they eat both plants and meat. Um, they usually live up to forty five years. They are around four to five. They're four to five point five feet tall. Um, they sometimes weigh up to seventy to one hundred and thirty pounds, and um, they are the closest living relatives, uh, sharing ninety eight point seven percent of our genetic blueprint. Uh, humans and chimps are also thought to share a common ancestor who lived uh, around 13 million years ago. Just thought that was a um, pretty cool fact, but um, they're very sociable. Um, They live in communities, uh, several dozen animals. Um, They're usually led by a male or a coalition of uh, a coalition of allies. Um, And, uh, you know, each male and female chimp have their own personalities. Um, they have their own friends. They have their own trusting partners. Um, and, um, you know, normally they walk on all fours, but they can sometimes stand and walk upright. Um, chimpanzees have long arms, hands, and fingers, which help them help them climb trees and swing from branch, branch to branch. Um, uh, they're very intelligent, and they actually um, are the few species who use tools, which were... Uh, which was famously observed by Jane Goodall in 1960. And I actually saw this documentary. I thought it was like the most interesting thing. Um, and, you know, as she observed, uh, chimpanzees shape and use uh, sticks to retrieve insects from their nests or even dig grubs out of logs. They sometimes use stones to smash open uh, nuts and to uh, employ leaves as sponges to soak up drinking water. And uh, chimpanzees can even be taught to use some uh, basic human sign language. Um, And they're also known to have an IQ of 20 to 25. Um, You know, it's not that much as they compared, obviously, but it's like, you know, it's crazy. Um, And, um, you know, there's been tons of studies across decades to show that um, chimpanzees uh, could be as much as to three or five times stronger than a human and um and as little as 2.5 so like they're stronger than a human no matter what 
Um, they can also re reach to speeds up to 25 miles per hour when running. And um, that's not even what they're built for. They're just straight up, like, just strong, you know? They're able to uh, adapt really well. Um, and, you know, uh, the natural predators of the chimpanzee includes leopards and other large hunting cats, as well as large eagles um, that hunt small baby chimpanzees. Um, they use their strong bite and fangs to subdue an opponent. Uh, using their strong muscles, they grapple, slam, and wrestle their victims to the ground. They hit, kick, stomp, pull on fur, and drag their victims. Chimpanzees are able to defend themselves or begin a fight by using their great intelligence. And, uh, yeah, that's chimpanzees. Let's see what you got here, man. All right, so <clears throat> the eagle I chose was the harpy eagle. The harpy eagle? Okay. Scientific name is the Harpia. Harpy eagles can measure anywhere from between 35 to 40 inches long with a wingspan of about six feet. Damn. Males can weigh from anywhere between 11 and 17 pounds. Nah, this dude looks dangerous. <laughs> he looks dangerous. <laughs> Their top speeds are at 50 miles per hour. Sloths, monkeys, opossums are their regular diets. They can lift up to 20 pounds. They have three to four inch talons that are the same size as grizzly bears. <laughs> Damn. Yep, yep, yep. Hold on, give me a second. A harpy eagle is considered to be the most powerful eagle in the world. Its thick legs, strong toes, and sharp talons make it the species of formidable predator. And so their talons exert a pressure of several hundred pounds. That's over 50 kilograms. They crush bones of their prey and kill their victims instantly. Damn. That's the harpy eagle. Okay. You know, I see how how this fight goes down. You know, um, you know, I think the domain that yeah. we should be in is probably like uh you know to make it fair on both sides like a place where there's trees mm -hmm. at least a tree two mm -hmm. trees some sort of thing um but i just think you know like yeah they're very strong um the uh you know the claws i, I do think they do have sort of an advantage um despite the speed of the chimpanzees like ability to mm -hmm. climb uh that's literally what they're built for you know and um and I think that, like, after a while, it is going to get some damage, don't get me wrong. But it's just, I, I, I don't think it's going to be enough because I've seen some, uh, um, like, uh, um, chimpanzees, like, get beat up bad, you know, and just still walk away, you know. And uh, I, I, I don't see the hawk being able to take down, like, an entire... Uh, like chimpanzee because you know not only like the size difference which is like um, you know, I know that the uh, the sharpie or the harpy um, eagle is uh, what 3.2 feet that's how big they are something like that um, and then uh, 35 to 40 inches 35 so that's like so, yeah. like two about two and a half three feet yeah um 
compared to you know like a a four to five point five feet creature, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my whole thing was, uh, I don't, I don't think you'll be able to lift up a chimpanzee, so it had to be like constant aerial dive attacks, you know. Yeah. Coming but then through. at that, like, and it's like, like you said, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna rip, grab, pull, and like <laughs> once that chimp gets a hold of the itch. Have you have you? It's gonna be this. Yeah, I've seen chimps beat stuff. Like, yeah, it's have you seen that video that orangutan grabbed that dude? Uh, uh, he was like, I think I might have. He was actually, like in a zoo. He was yeah. in a cage and he just grabbed the dude and like he had a good grip on him. He had a very good grip on him and uh, that just shows to like how they are able to like their strength, you know. Um, and like I said, like the chimpanzee also has like larger arms, you know, uh, they have very long arms. And uh, once they grab that, like that eagle, like I think that it's just like, it's over with, honestly, like that grip alone could kill it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's say it's going down back and forth, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's going like that. There is gonna be a point to where the uh, um, chimp is gonna like, like one gets tired of it, but catch on. It's yeah. a very smart creature. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's one of the smartest, you know. Um, uh, so I, I really think you know they they fight with intelligence. They they learn to use tools, you know. Um, so where are you leaning? And then another thing, you know, the learning to use tools. Because I didn't seen you know what I'm saying chimps throw a lot of things. So you know, that's another you know I didn't take that into accountability either. You know. Yeah. Of them like throwing things into exactly. the air, so that could like eliminate the verticality. And if it's a ground on ground battle, it's just like no chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So off of intelligence and yeah, I, the chimp definitely got got a lot of upsides. I think the chimp is uh, taking it ten out of ten. I don't know about ten out of ten. I mean, you know what? I'm underestimating because, you how know, big. You you gotta understand, you know. Their their talons are the same as grizzly bears. Yeah, and their talons are like the the claws, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and they're bone crushing. You get me? Yeah. So they that. could definitely they could definitely grab that arm and break it. You know? I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm underestimating you know how big three feet is. Three feet is. Uh, I'm thinking that they're like small. Um, okay. I just, you know what? And I'll with give a it. wingspan of six foot. Yeah, that's yeah. Insane. That's, I'm giving it maybe like seven three. I'm I'm giving it seven. I'll three. give it eight two chimpanzee. But after you sent me that article about the the lion killer, I was like, oh. Yeah, no, like the, <laughs> there was like the yeah. this species of uh, of like chimps that were like really huge, really huge, like what seven six to exactly. six and a half feet or something. Exactly. They're chimps, um, and they actually like slept on the ground instead of the. Um, like up on the trees like usual like they usually do um because they're just so big and ferocious that they even killed like lions or like uh, tigers exactly um and the thing about like tiger tigers is like orangutans orangutans don't even fight tigers like mm-hmm. they um actually evolved with tigers so they uh um were able to get their good like uh, abilities of climbing mm-hmm. because they evolved with tigers they had to stay in the trees and uh, the thing about orangutans is that they actually create this 3D map in their head of the safest routes to all the best foods, 
uh, and the safest foods to eat uh, and like their route home. So they literally like create a 3D map in their head of like, where crazy. to go. Yeah. Um, you know, chimpanzees and like, you know, the whole um, like just the gorilla species and all of them, like they're all like, just, it's just so, they're so intelligent, you know? Um, I just think the only thing that thought, because they have the sociable skills, is just the intelligence, I think, mm-hmm. is what's lacking. Because other than that, man, they're very strong, uh, very agile, uh, you know, very loving creatures to, like, the ones that they love, you know? Um, so, I like, I don't know, man, I really think, I, I really think a chimp, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's... Yeah, because once you, and then I didn't even take into account that, you know what I'm saying, a chimp could, you know what I'm saying, grab a couple rocks and start tossing them up there, you know, because that's nothing for them to do. You exactly, know? exactly. But uh, And that elimination of the verticality, like, is the ultimate disadvantage. Because that's just the only advantage that the, exactly. the bird has. Um, but all right, man, that's... Uh, yeah, I guess uh, chimps take that one, and that makes me uh, four to four. Four four. So this next one, man, that just <laughs> determines it all. Uh, and that one, you know, is gonna be hippo against uh, Siberian tiger. And uh, yeah, yeah. So since I won, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start with the hippo. Uh, the scientific name is the Hippopotamus amphibious. It's a mammal herbivore. Um, it they usually live up to forty years, um, but in captivity they live up to fifty years. Um, their size could be up to sixteen feet long and five feet tall. Uh, they weigh up to four point five tons. Um, hippos are the world's third largest uh, land mammal after elephants and white rhinos. Uh, males can reach lengths up to 10.8 feet to 16.5 feet and weigh up to 9,920 pounds while females weigh up to 3,000 pounds. Um, these muscular animals have round torsos and peakish brown bodies with two inch thick waterproof skin and short short stout legs. Um, they can actually reach speeds up to 22 miles per hour on land over short distances um they have impressive teeth inside their huge mouths uh their molars are used for eating while their long sharp canines which can reach up to 20 inches are for fighting um they have remarkably strong jaws that open 180 degrees and their bite is three times stronger than a lion's uh one bite from a hippo can cut a human body in half um, these social animals live in groups called herds or pods, which typically include around 40 individuals or as many as 200. Um, they are very territorial and use dung middens, which is an area they repeatedly poop um, to mark their territory and communicate with other hippos. Um, so males will also uh, use their tail to flick their dung in all directions as a display of dominance. And uh, although hippos are vegetarian, they can also be very aggressive when they sense danger, such as when something or uh, someone encroaches on their habitat. And their deadly strength makes them one of Africa's most dangerous animals. Uh, The likelihood you will die in a hippo encounter is uh, 86.7%, which is higher than that of a lion's, which is 75%, and a shark, which is 25%. Uh, while the number of human deaths from hippos is unknown, it could be as near 500 to 3,000 each year. 
Damn. People dying from hippos. Like, I can't even imagine that. Um, but yeah, that's hippo. <clears throat> All right. So I did the Siberian tiger, or further known as the Amur tiger. M A M U R. Amur. I don't oh, know how to God. pronounce it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. So males, Siberian tigers weigh up to 660 pounds. They have a lifespan of 15 years in the wild. And if it's in captivity, they live longer, like 20 to 25 years. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is facts, but it says the Siberian tiger is extinct, 1910 to 1945. What? Yeah, that's... I don't know if that's facts, but that's... I don't know. What? Huh, that seems a little off. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. Okay, so they are 10 feet long from the nose into their tails. And they stand, I think it was six feet tall. Is it? I don't know. It's not up here anymore. But anyways, there are many ways to measure the tiger strength, but it was measured and they said they have a bite force that exerted a thousand pounds per of force per square inch and this allows them to quickly kill their prey and like break their bones immediately you know what i'm saying so it's like a bite is like an insta kill on most preys <laughs> you get me <laughs> and uh, the prey they usually are elk deer wild boar lynx and bear damn bears Okay, so a tiger, a Siberian tiger's top speed is 50 miles per hour. And another fact about them is they can jump 18 to 20 feet in the air. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Um, wow. See, because like, I know Siberian tigers are one of probably like the strongest, or uh, yeah, the strongest um, tigers. The biggest in the uh, And big cats. Um, and they're very agile too, you know, mm. uh, being able to have that speed up to, like you said, what, 50 miles per hour, right? Like, that's just, that's so fast. And, um, you know, I, I do think one of its like strategies would definitely be at to, you know, run, claw. Mm-hmm. back up like claw up again you know and um i think it, it'll definitely be difficult because uh you know one thing about the hippo is that the only thing that i feel it has is like um it's bite force and it's like mm-hmm. ability to open up 180 uh degrees and like it's bite force is just immensely powerful so i definitely think it would be hard for the tiger and if the tiger does end up like getting latched on it's losing a leg even if it's just like it's like leg or something it's losing it you know um even if it's if it's his body it's done you know but my thing is you know i'm thinking this of like you know what i'm saying in the perspective of it's just out opening the you know what i'm saying in the serengeti yeah. and it's just a hippo roaming and then you know what i'm saying this tiger comes up and just jumps on bites it you know what i'm saying and now we're in a battle type you know what i'm saying yeah i see i see like we're okay so like i'm guessing see how i imagine this was like it was like there was like this drinking water or whatever like this pond or whatever and the uh, hippo was there chilling and then a tiger comes up uh and is drinking it and then the hippo comes up and just like roars or whatever so they're both like growling at each other sort of thing and then it steps up out of the water 
and then I just I I just see like the tiger jumping like jumping around on its back and like biting it scratching it and then like the hippo turning around trying to like take a bite at the tiger you know what I mean mm. that's that's where I kind of see it as uh, to where it's kind of like on both sides of like the land for the Siberian tiger and then I I mean uh, hippos are are able to fight on land and water but it just it would be unfair for the tiger um tigers are good swimmers oh are they oh i didn't know that and i also forgot to mention a tiger has a strike force of ten thousand pounds <laughs> damn uh damn well i mean see that's 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 good though but it's just that like hippos have like two inches of like thick water skin mm-hmm. you know that is basically just like some sort of like rubbery material but exactly but you know this is the same creature that gets you know what i'm saying attacked by lions you know and in a sense a tiger is just you know what i'm saying a different region lion you know yeah so what i'm thinking is you know what i'm saying because a lion could take down a hippo you know what i'm saying not to say that you know what i'm saying the hippo doesn't win about with a lion but a lion, one single male lion could definitely take down an adult male hippo female uh, by themselves i think i think it had said it's going to be a commendable effort but i definitely know they could do it i i, I we had to actually said this where i think it'll, it would have been a better battle um if it were uh what was it was it the um the tiger uh, elephant no no, no the, the siberian tiger, tiger and, and the bear, bear. Yeah. yeah again and then the lion against the uh, uh, hippo, hippo yeah. But, um, no, I see where you're coming from. Like, I do think a lion could uh, definitely match up with a, a rhino. I mean, a, a hippo, but... And, and a Siberian tiger is bigger than a lion. Like, I do think that a Siberian, take, a Siberian tiger would kill a lion uh, 100%. So I could only imagine what it would do to a hippo. Um, but I don't think it's going to be... Like, let's say it, it were to kill him a couple rounds, it definitely wouldn't be an easy one. Like I said, yeah, like, no, 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 because you know what I'm saying we're not making a scene because hippos aren't slow creatures. Yeah, you know, so it's definitely gonna be a task. But I feel like the verticality element with the jumping, it being a natural predator to you know what I'm saying animals like these. You know what I'm saying. I feel like it would be all too easy for well, a tiger to you know. Also, a hippo is very territorial though, so like it's mm-hmm. it's it's like a different thing when you're fighting for like your territory. You know. Um, whereas to like uh, big cats are, are are known to just are to know to move where prey is, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, I think it is a big factor of being, you know, territorial in a sense where you, it, it'll make you fight strong, like fight more, you know, um, it just puts more, I guess, meaning into what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing about the hippo is that it's very territorial and it gets very aggressive. And like, 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 which was stated is that like they're very fast too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sheer brute force, and, uh, and there are definitely going to be times where that Siberian tiger is going to slip up and fall into the mouth of that mm-hmm. hippo. Once that happens, like it's over with. Like, yeah, yeah. It can split a human being in half with one, like one bite. So I can only imagine what it do to Siberian tiger, like severely damage yeah, but- it. My only thing is you would have to get that tiger to slip up. An experienced killer that's been out there doing this his entire life. 
Yeah. It's going to be hard for him, you know what I'm saying, to miss an opportunity, you know? I see. I see. Well, I mean, see, like I said, like, I know for a fact it's probably not going to happen, like, uh, um, Every round, they're like, yeah. I know for a fact that that the the the, the tiger is going to slip up eventually, mm-hmm. and those are going to be the rounds where they, like, it dies. But like, I can see <laughs> the tiger taking down the hippo. Like, I can see that. Most definitely, I can definitely agree with you. Like I, you know, honestly, I'm not gonna say the the hippo's not gonna get a win because I feel like that's kind of like, you know, what I'm saying preposterous, but I don't think it's gonna get many wins. Yeah. You know, because you know, what I'm saying it's not breeded to, you know, what I'm saying kill other animals. Yeah. This tiger survives off killing other animals. Yeah. No. Uh, you know i think like like also what's said is that like those are certain preys to like big cats you know exactly and uh siberian tiger being one of the best i think strongest big cat out there i yeah i I could see i probably would have to give it maybe six four for the for the tiger for sure seven three seven three damn man i mean because it's the it's a tiger dude like, I feel like tigers, are just, you know what I'm saying? Because people are, like, scared of lions, but tigers, there's a, that's, like, a different type of fear, you know? Yeah, tigers are definitely different. You uh, know what's even more crazy about that? Jaguars, I'm pretty sure jaguars have, the like, the greatest bite force of any big cat. Oh, really? They say if you run into a jaguar, you're dead. <laughs> what? Yeah, because jaguars stalk you. Oh yeah, all that like they, if you can't encounter a jaguar, you're dead. If you encounter a jaguar, that jaguar has been watching you already for a minute. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, you definitely won that one, bro. You definitely got that <laughs> that quick five points, uh, man. Yes, I don't sir. know. That was definitely a good, a yeah, definitely good a good matchup. One. Good uh, one, good one. Well thought out. Very interesting, man. Very interesting. Um, do you, do you have a fact, bro? Yes, I do. So my fact, I'm sticking to the animals. And since we didn't use this animal, I wanted to put a fact in there. Crocodiles cannot stick out their tongues. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I did an animal one, too. And uh, koala fingerprints are so close to the humans that they could taint crime scenes. That's actually a big problem uh, in uh, Australia. Dude, shouldn't have told me that. No, I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, bro, man, I, I appreciate you coming out here doing this nature episode, man. It was so fun, bro. A lot of fun. A lot of intense research. Great time. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, nature. Definitely one of the best things. Um, I'm pretty sure also our longest podcast, probably my <laughs> longest podcast episode I've ever done. Um, but I want to go ahead and thank you all for taking the time to listen. And uh, if you can leave a like and a quick follow if you enjoyed this episode. And y'all can actually send an email to allaboutnothing21 at gmail.com to send in any questions that you might have or even a topic you want to hear about. 
Uh, again, that's all about nothing. Twenty-one at gmail.com, and you can also go ahead and watch my Twitch stream, uh, where I stream Overwatch Two, Fortnite, and many more at CJAYY ninety-nine. Again, that's CJAYY ninety-nine. So go ahead and check out some cool gameplay, and once again, don't forget to cheat someone with kindness. Thank you.